Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 60, I believe. I should check, but I believe it's episode 60. Evan, Evan usually corrects me on that. We have a special guest actually tonight who's going to help us try to understand Kingdom Hearts a little bit. I don't think we have enough time. You know, you need like, you need, how long do you think you need to explain the entire plot of Kingdom Hearts? Hours? Actually, I had a video out on my channel right now where I can do it in five minutes. I can give like the super, super bare bones rundown. Okay. But okay. I yeah, because I can I start, Yeah. I'll have to check that because I, I I started like because Kingdom Hearts is getting closer and it looks like it's actually going to release, which is oh, a, a miracle, yeah. obviously. Because uh, I was one of the people that bought it on the PS2 despite having a 360 in front of me back when it came out, and uh, you know put the 360 away for a little bit for that, and been kind of waiting for three for a while. I know a lot of other games have come out since then, but HMK is actually joining us tonight because he's actually played Kingdom Hearts three. Which Yo, is incredible that you've actually played it because I, I thought it was like I said a myth for a while, but you've actually touched it and played the game, dude. And I can tell you right now, the experience I had at the premiere event was so good, and it lives up to my, in my opinion, it lives up to the hype. I cannot wait for this game to drop this year. Thank you so much, Disney and Square Enix, for the invites to this event, and I can't wait to like answer all your questions. And thank you so much for having me out here on the Spawn Wavecast. I just. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm ready. excited, man. Excited. That's good. That's good. I'm glad the game is living up to your expectations so far because that's always the fear of games that take forever to come out is that they come out and they're just not good. You know, they're they're yeah. not expectations are too high, and they come out like that's something I I think that there's going to be a problem for for something like Metroid Prime Four to be honest. But we'll we'll talk about yeah. that another day because uh, Kingdom Hearts is actually in front of us right now. Um, so let me go around here. We also have, of course, OJ joining us again after a week off uh doing some stuff but how you doing tonight, OJ? i'm doing good thanks for having me man yeah i wanted to be on last week but just couldn't uh there's some stuff i was taking care of but happened to stumble upon some more free time yeah, cool. stuff has been happening so i got some more free time now so hopefully i can be on more well okay. i usually am a lot on a lot anyway but yeah anyway i'm here <laughs> uh, al thor i see your super chat thanks for the five dollars we're going to answer any questions that are not kingdom hearts related uh later on about 10 30 just to keep it on track we have uh, we have hmk for about an hour guys until about 10 or so uh my time so um we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of kingdom hearts questions to him uh, along with a few other topics and discussions we have for fun um so yeah and rgt did hit his hundred thousand he's he's with us tonight he hit his hundred thousand subs the other day oh congratulations yeah. thank you thank you pretty pretty crazy yeah how you doing how you doing tonight sean good uh gotta turn in early tonight because i gotta catch a train at six something in the morning do you do but, sleep usually you go to sleep around that time yeah i know so <laughs> i've been i've been drinking z quill and like it takes like an hour or two for it to kick in and like I don't really realize that, so like I'm like, oh shit, I'm not gonna sleep. And then like I just zonk out and like go comatose. So I don't know. I, I might fall asleep early tonight because I've been running around doing a lot of shit. So hopefully. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Well, yeah, you're going. Uh, you're going um, mini vacation, right? Yeah, a little vacation getaway. There'll still be videos I shot and did a bunch of videos today, so they'll be going up over the next few days until I get back. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. Then we have Max, of course, Streamcast guy. How's it going, Max? Uh, very, very good. I'm still not at 100K. I guess uh, I'm I'm the bottom guy on the podcast totem pole now. You're, but, getting, you know. you're getting close, though. You're like 1,500 off or something like that. Yeah, off, so I'm not even at 40K yet. What's your <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, OJ, I'm sure even you'll somehow beat me to 100K. I'm at 98,800. 
Let me get okay. to 40K. How about you subscribe to my channel? Let me get to 40K. <laughs> <laughs> this craziness that you're, that you're speaking. Uh, so we do have a lot of stuff did happen this week. Uh, real quick, though, I want to go around. What's everyone been playing this past week before we jump into some King Hearts talk and stuff like that? I'm uh, I'm addicted. I beat a bajillion games this week for review, but the thing I keep playing is I'm addicted to H1Z1, man. It's amazing. Hasn't that been on? That was on PC a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it's oh, yeah. totally different. Than, it's it's a battle royale game. I don't even know why it's called H1Z1 anymore. There's no zombies. There's no survival. It is just a battle royale game, but it's so addictive because it has sort of the cartoonish physics of Fortnite, but the realistic guns of uh, PUBG. So it has this nice little sweet spot of like, you die really fast, there's no downs, where like if you get shot once in the head and you don't have a helmet on, you're just done. And so it's it's way quicker. Me and my buddy, uh, Nick, have been playing it duos nonstop. It's, That's a free beta right now, right? Uh-huh, and it seems like it's gonna be for, forever free. I've been like doing research and it seems like it's gonna be one of those things where like, there is a lot of microtransactions, but it's all cosmetic. It's just basically like, hey, and. I think some of the cosmetics are a little bit broken. You can literally like buy a fully camouflage suit. And so people will lay down and literally become grass. It's like, hmm, that's much, a little bit. How much are these transactions real quick? It's it's randomized for the most part. The uh, the ones you can buy directly are like a white suit. And I'll be honest, I kind of want to buy a white suit. <laughs> it looks so ridiculous. I want to walk around with a machine gun. Uh, but yeah, other than the, the slightly flawed microtransactions, it's pretty good. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I know, I know what Sean's been playing. Go yes. ahead, Sean, hit, us, hit us with it. Um, uh, Street Fighter. Yep. Uh, 30th anniversary collection. Can't really say much about it. Tuesday at 3 a.m. Eastern. The review will be up, though. So set your alarm clock. Yeah, yeah they keep doing that weird embargo. You and Evan are going to apparently have a review up at like 3 a.m. Eastern, yeah. like in the middle of the night. I ain't waking up for that trash, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Come on. I, like, I ain't waking up for your trash. I'll watch it when I wake up. <laughs> and uh, I've been playing. I've been actually playing a, a decent bit of State of Decay, too, as well. Um, I, I kind of liked it. You know, I haven't gone online yet. I haven't done any online stuff, but the I'm having fun with the single player. Sean, where, what do you? Where's Ca Castlevania, man? Oh, yeah. Come Blood on, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. This week's crazy. Yeah, I set stain. you up for that, man. Curse of the Moon, man. Holy shit. That That's game it. is outstanding, by it's the way. It's so good. They're, 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 the funny thing is, there is no way in hell Ritual of the Night is going to be as good as that. Like, it, it'll be Whoa. good, I think. But that's not the main game, which is hilarious. I've been hearing about it, yo. Now, like, Chris, it's, man. it's the same shit as Mighty Number no. 9, dude. Like, the spinoff games from Mighty Number no. 9 were, like, good. And then Mighty Number no. 9 came out, and I was like, eh. And I have a feeling it's going to be the same way, because this game is just like exactly what everyone wanted like it's just so good it's so good it, dude it's it's ten dollars and yeah. it's old school castlevania it's like the nes versions of it did you um but did you see all the extra things you can do in it sean did mm -hmm. you go back through and play it and did you you know how you get those allies right yep did you see you can kill them instead no you can kill them and it changes the entire game when you kill them you get part of their power and it makes it harder because you can't switch between all the different people oh, that's, that's crazy. crazy yes or you can just leave them behind you can just walk right past them and make the game really hard huh yeah i couldn't believe it i saw it online i was like i can kill these people I went back killed the first person and boom you get part of their power and then that's it damn yeah, right? See, now you want to go back through because it's like a completely different game then. I got something to do on the train ride. Yeah, right? <laughs> Dude, it's crazy and it's 10 bucks. So now, I don't know. I, that that one's really, really good and it's out of nowhere. So yeah. it's it's insane though. Um, what about uh, what about HMK? What have you been playing, man? 
Dude, recently before the whole Kinemar Street trip and up until now, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 has me by the mm -hmm. balls, man. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've been playing nothing but that game nonstop, and it's actually been interrupting my workflow. It's just so addictive. And I see, like, I, I really got into it like a couple of weeks ago because I had the game since it launched, and I, I just never had the ball rolling. But then at one point I was sick and I wasn't doing any work. And I'm like, you know what? Let me let me play some more Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And I keep hearing that people were like, Hey, you have to really get past this like 10 hour mark for it to really open up and get good. And when I did, oh my god, I could not I could not put this game down. Yeah, Rick, it really picks up after a little while. Like, oh, it really does it. Oh my god, does it. I'm pretty sure like uh the past two days I spent 10. I'm I'm on chapter nine. I haven't oh. beaten I haven't beaten the main story yet, even though I kind of spoiled a little bit of myself. I'm on chapter nine and I'm at the world tree and I'm like you know what? Let me go do some side quests. And I spent a whole 10 hours straight doing nothing but side quests. I'm like, I should really get back to that tree. Like, <laughs> so that's what I've been playing recently. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 just got okay. Yeah, so that's all. That's OJ plays a lot of that. You're, you're yeah, doing man. your new game plus now, right, man? I'm on new game plus. And see, it makes me so happy because everyone just say this stupid Nintendo fanboy just keeps on proposing this game. Nobody else thinks of it that way. It's no, good. It's, it's so Wait, amazing. Man. It's Xenoblade so Chronicles I'm so glad that you said that, AJ. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, because it is that good. It's really that Dude. good. It opens up, and you're right there at the end. You know what I'm saying? Just got a little bit more to go, and Dude. you're going to have at the, after the end, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, this is the greatest. So I'm happy Yo. that you're enjoying it. Dude, I'm enjoying it to the max. And then anyone who else is trying to, like, give Xenoblade Chronicles some shit or anything like that, please, like, and that's that's one thing against Xenoblade. I'm like, listen, I understand the 10-hour thing that you're going you're gonna to have to put 10 hours into the game. And that is asking a lot in order for it to, like, really get fun. But when it does, you're, you're not going to go back. You're not going to go back. And, I'm, and I'll I'll add, it made me a believer. Oh my and, I'll, and I'll add, especially with the with the updates, the game is so much better now oh, than yeah. it was when it launched. It's actually a much better game with all the little quality of life stuff. So, nice. yeah. What about you, OJ? We've we been playing, man. I've been playing Runner 3, and it's been kicking my butt. Like, just <laughs> been destroying me. That game is, is – have you guys played the game? It's it's, it's hard. It's Evan, a lot uh, hard. Evan, Evan did a whole review on it um, where he, he put up a video for it. Uh, but he, he, seemed to, he seemed to like it. He just didn't really seem to get the concept at first because he didn't play any of the other ones. I, I find it – I mean, like, you can get through just, like, not getting everything. But if you want 100% stuff, it's a lot harder than Runner 2 was. Okay. So I've been playing a lot of Runner 3, and that's pretty much what I've been playing this week. Um, I have not – what else did I play? I know I played something else, but I can't remember exactly what it was. I know it was like another indie game on the Switch. But Runner 3 is pretty much what I've been playing uh, the most. I've been playing Xeno 2. I've been playing that on my spare time as well sure. uh, to kind of play, get through some more of the stuff, New Game Plus. So that's awesome. Uh, I think maybe potentially we can get some uh, stuff on the new DLC coming out. You know, Maybe at E3 they show off like a trailer. So I don't know. Uh, so I've been trying to play that some more. Um, real quick question to uh, HMK though. Um, have you gotten Cosmos yet or no? Have you no, I haven't. I know my my boy is a huge Xeno fan, and he's all like, "Yo, have you rolled for Cosmos?" I'm like, "Dude, I've been trying to get her for the longest, but yo, all the legendary core crystals I've been opening up has been giving me shit." And I'm like, "This is stupid." <laughs> and then I open up a common core crystal and I get a rare blade. I'm like, <laughs> "I know yeah. this system's so weird, dude." Uh, and I just wanted to know just because I haven't got I haven't rolled Cosmos myself, so. No, um, I, I need, to, I need yet, to definitely no. do that. But anyway, uh, if yeah. Only, if only we could give them money and then just get crystals. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is fine. This is fine. How it is. Don't touch it. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Xenoblade, Xenoblade 2 and Runner 3. Runner 3 is really good, though. If you guys, uh, 
the best way to explain it is like a rhythm platformer. I mean, that's probably the best way that I could explain it is like you run, it's guided, then you like you jump and then you collect gold bars, you collect gems, and like there's music that kind of ties into it. And like you get hit, you got to go back to the beginning of the level. So, I mean, it's just just like a fun little rhythm platformer. But it's to see where they've came from the WiiWare days because they were one of the pioneers on Nintendo's uh, digital services to see where they've come from there and one of the main reasons why nintendo even trusts indie developers was because of them so it's cool to see where they've came from back then just the pixelated like you know pixel graphics to what they're at now it's very interesting and, and cool okay okay i did i i did play state of decay 2 like you sean I actually spent some time in that game just because i wanted to see what all the fuss was about with it uh, i did try the sushi striker demo played that i played uh, that too, too sorry I, that too. Uh, I i you know it's the thing about Sushi Striker is I think it's a fun game. I just I don't know if it puts off that $50 appeal yet. At least mm. for me, like I'm playing it. I, it. It's it's a $50 game and I, I like the animations, I like the the creativity in the story and I, I do like the gameplay, but I look at it I don't I don't know if it's if it's something that people are going to see $50 of value in like when they're searching through the shop. I don't know, I don't know what you think about it OJ, but I I think it might be priced a little too high. Yeah, I think if there was some more elements to it you know, like outside of just pressing the A button, then pressing X when your dishes stack, yeah. then I can I, I get that. You know what I'm saying? But it really reminds me of the game where, I, I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Like you said, it's good. But it just reminds me of like a mobile game, like where you like put your finger and like you just stack them all up. Then you press like the like a launch button and just throws the plate. So I mean, like, I, is there online play? Is there? Is, is yeah, there yeah. In the I, final I, version. I, I, I'm not sure uh, because the demo I don't think has it. Um, okay, I, I'm pretty I'm not, not sure. I think I read that there will be a uh, okay. yeah, um, I mean, multiplayer, but I don't know. What, I know it's online, but I don't know what it'll entail. I mean, I think uh, it, it. I can understand why some people would pay that price. I think it really just depends on what type of content. I mean, I know there's, there's leveling. There's a little bit more that I need to get into, but I know that there's leveling. There's more stuff that 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 that, um, that makes it a little bit more advanced, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe a little bit more depth in certain mm -hmm. places. I guess like a little, added another element to it other than just, you know, stacking the place, then just throwing them and then, oh, that battle sushis, you know, I mean, sure. it's cool, though. It's cool, though. I, I don't think it's a bad game at all. Okay. I think it's a good game. Then we uh, then I played the Mega Man Legacy Collection, which I got my sweet. Uh, what is that? The little cleaning cloth instead of my cartridge for the other Legacy Collection, too. I had to download that, even though I bought it physically. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and there's something. Oh, Curse of the Moon. Yeah. Uh, I think that was everything I played though this, this week. Hey bro, you, uh, forgot that you played the first 16 seconds of, uh, Resident Evil 7. I did play that. Okay. So I did, all right. I did download that. We're going to take the cloud that. version. Yeah, I did. I, <laughs> this is hilarious. I downloaded it and I didn't even get into the game. I don't think, but I was surprised that it wasn't English because that threw me a little bit. Cause I remember early reports said it wasn't going to be in any other language other than Japanese, but it's fully in English. It's in Italian. I think I went through all the language options while I had a chance. There was like, um, Portuguese, I think was in there. I and it, what's weird is it also it's not just the menu, so that's actually translated. I actually recorded some footage in French, so it has actually audio of every different language. And too. they added motion controls to it and everything. Yeah, um, which is very interesting. I did play that, and I downloaded the demo for Mario Tennis and and went through the menu system. So because nice. <laughs> I can't do anything else in that in that game. So um, so HMK HMK, tell me about your your adventure to uh, the Square Square Enix event here. Oh boy, so. <laughs> Where do I begin? So um, I got the invite to this thing. There's like a little, a little story time uh, before I get into everything else. So uh, context is that another one of my friends who went to the event that got invited, the games joint, you guys know him uh, as Cynical. Jared, uh, a couple of years back, he played a prank on me. Like 
he was calling from the Square Enix office talking about how they were selecting people to get early review copies of Kinmars 2.8 at the time because the hype was really high for 0.2 Birth by Sleep. And he pranked me and made that, uh, um, uh, he made that a video. So flash forward uh, this year, uh, a couple of months back before PAX East this year, I got an email from uh, Square Enix inviting me to the Kingdom Hearts Union Cross event, which was uh, taking place. I already forgot when it took place. But anyways, they were, they invited me, and I'm like, okay, is this another prank by Jared? I don't believe this. So I end up searching the dude's emails, uh, the guy who sent me the email. I sent, uh, searched up his profile. I found out where he went to high school, where he went to um, college. I just went full background checking this. Dude. I'm like, this might be real. So then I, I go to the event, and then I go to PAX, and then Jared, the same dude who pranked me, he comes up to my hotel room because we're all sharing a hotel. He's like, boys, have you checked your email? I'm like, what? He shows up uh, on his phone an email invite to the event, and I'm like, no way. A couple of hours later, my email pings, you got invited too. And I'm like, dude. So we were sitting on this news for a, like a good two days before we were able to talk about it. And uh, I announced the news while I was at PAX. And yo, so many news outlets started bombarding my Twitter, my, uh, Twitter DMs. People started rushing up to me and packing, trying to get more information about it. I'm like, what have I done? So that was then. And then when leading up to the day going to Santa Monica, I was just like, I, I was losing sleep. I was getting fidgety. I'm like, yo, Kingdom Hearts. Because like Kingdom Hearts is my second favorite. Sorry, guys. Second favorite uh, franchise of all time, right behind Zelda. And I was just like ready to roll. We get to Santa Monica and everything else is history we went to this event which was so it was really weird that they chose santa monica for this event because usually when they have kingdom hearts events they either chose choose anaheim or burbank you know something something a bit closer to disney and santa monica was like a ways off so i'm like okay whatever so we go there there's a bunch of disney's executives there's a bunch of square enix staff um namora was there, director of the kingdom hearts tetsuya namora uh, executive producer Shin, uh, Shinji Hashimoto was there, co-director Taiyasui was there, and just like everyone who was anyone within the Kingdom Hearts or Disney or Square Enix, uh, like, you know, family was there. So the event itself was really, it was both welcoming and overwhelming. And when I finally sat down to play the game, I was like, this is it. This is, I'm actually playing the game. And I was actually like, a, I was a loss of words when I first played the game. The only detriment to that event was that uh, the first time I played the game, I had my hands soiled by an Xbox controller. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm playing Kingdom Hearts 3 on an Xbox controller first. I feel like I, I feel like I'm betraying. Wait, did they did they have you play it on Xboxes? There were two builds, Xbox and PlayStation. Interesting. Okay, so I, I thought it was just PlayStation builds there. Nope. They did have it, Xbox builds. Right, it was both builds. And then uh, I was selected to be part of group two, so I had to wait until my turn to play. But then my squareness contact, uh, Nicholas, he uh, comes up to me. He's like, hey, so we have some free stations if you want to play now. And I'm like, let's go. So I go down to the PlayStations, and I'm like, oh, where the free space? It's like, oh, yeah, no, the only free stations are Xboxes. So I'm like, do I play on Xbox first? I'm like, whatever. It's Kingdom Hearts. I've been winning. Kingdom Hearts, I've been winning this time. And I'm like, oh, man, Xbox. But for those who are wondering, the Xbox build, is doesn't it, when it comes to performance, it's not different. I didn't feel I didn't detect any type of differences from the okay. Xbox build to the PlayStation build. The only difference was like you know controller preference, and I prefer the PlayStation for controller. And there, when it comes to technical aspects or performance aspects, Xbox and PlayStation Four they're pretty down the middle when it comes to it. And 
uh, the PlayStation build. We were playing on PlayStation 4 Pros at the event and Xbox One X's at the okay. event. Okay. So like, well, know, don't worry. Wait till Digital Foundry get a hold of that game and ruin all of that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, no. They're gonna go. They are gonna go in because I can tell you right now, the game tries to run at sixty frames, uh, okay. but it's unstable. It doesn't drop below like from what I've uh, experienced. It doesn't drop below thirty frames per second. Uh, but it doesn't stabilize at sixty. So I know Digital Foundry is gonna have a is gonna have a fair with that analyzing. I mean, it's possible like, that's like a that was like an early build. Also, oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm pretty possible. sure. I'm pretty sure Square's gonna uh, optimize it by the time the game goes gold. But uh, that was something that was, you know, okay, Kingdom Hearts 60 frames. I mean, you're trying, but I mean, good try. But I'm pretty sure, without a doubt, on regular PlayStation 4s and regular Xboxes, the game is probably gonna be locked at 30 frames per second because that was the same thing with 0 0.2 uh, on Kingdom Hearts 2.8. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's very cool. So they had two levels you played, right? One was yes. uh, was one like a Hercules level. Mm -hmm. um, uh, one was Olympus, and the other one was the Toy Box, which was the Toy Story World. And uh, Hercules, uh, the, the Olympus level, was literally just a boss fight. It was just you going against the Rock Titan, and that was it. The Toy Box was the uh, part of the demo where you actually got to explore. You went from Andy's house all the way to Galaxy Toys, and you interacted with a bunch of stuff there. But Olympus was solely uh, the boss fight against the Rock Titan, which was really cool. Uh, but I do wish I was able to um, go around Mount Olympus a little bit more. But I understand what they did because, you know, the rock time was something that they promoted a lot in the trailers beforehand. So, I mean, like, okay, let's give what the people want. And then we did it in the form of that uh, boss fight. And I'm glad they did that because the, that boss fight lasted at maximum, like, 10 minutes. And, but the Toy Story demo, ooh, you can get lost in that. I almost I almost dumped an hour into it. And um, Square Enix said that the demo portion of the Toy Story world is only 30% of the final world. So that got me really excited. If I only spent an hour, if I spent an hour in 30% of the world, I can imagine how big these worlds are in the final build. I, I thought I read in a couple of reports that it was two thirds of the two Toy Story world. That's what I thought I heard. No, so I, thought, I thought it was six, six, 70%, oh, it's 30%. Okay, cool, yeah. that reporting is incorrect. Yeah, huh. uh, it has me really excited. Wow, okay, very cool. Do they share any other details at the event? Um, uh, a a bunch. There's there's so much to go over when it comes to the event, both story wise uh, and gameplay wise. Like okay. we finally got from got the confirm, uh, confirmation that you can uh, utilize Keyblade switching on the fly in this game. You can uh, store up to three different Keyblades of your choice, and then you can swap between them freely using the D pad on the attack action, which was something that was phenomenal. To wow. play Jeez. So King, yeah, because Kingdom Hearts one to two, it got like way faster it sounds like your switch between keyblades while you're on the fly it probably get even faster from two. oh that does it ever and especially when you combine that aspect with keyblade transformations it's just something that you know it really blows me away and it shows the evolution of kingdom hearts up until three because with keyblade transformations uh when you activate them they have a timer where, before they go back to their regular keyblade state but if you swap out that transformation, the timer freezes. So you can store Keyblade transformations as you fight. And that's why I end up doing a lot in the demo in the Toy Box world. I transform the Smile Gear, which is the Keyblade from the Monsters, Inc. world, uh, into the Twin Yo-Yos. First, it goes into uh, the Agile Claws, and then it goes to the Twin Yo-Yos. I transformed into that, stored it, went to the Ever After Keyblade, which is from Tangled, transformed it into the Mirage Staff, stored that, and then I went into the Hyper Hammer, and the drill punch, which comes from the Infinity Badge Keyblade, which is the Toy Story Keyblade. And then since I had all the uh, Keyblades in my arsenal transformed, I was able to let loose on all these Heartless and uh, enemies when I was in the Galaxy Toys era. And I was just like, okay, this gameplay is taking it up to a limit. So Kingdom Hearts 3 makes sure it lets you know that 
the scope of this game is on its own tier compared to any other Kingdom Hearts game. Are you going? Are you going to E three next uh, in the next couple weeks? Yes, I am. And Square confirmed that Kingdom Hearts three is going to be uh, yeah. playable there too. So I'm gonna have. I'm ready for round two. I I'll am. say because it's gonna it's gonna be playable there, like they were saying. Um, do you think it's just gonna be the same places that you already played, or it could be uh, possibly? But the thing is, um, the demo was. Uh, when when you went to the demo, it had this. It was Kingdom Hearts three premium showcase demo, and that was like the name of the of the you know premiere. So it kind of makes me wonder if they're gonna use that same exact demo because I mean the name kind of like alludes to that this is a demo you can only play here. But I've seen companies you know just rework the same thing, just name it differently when they go to another event. So it could be possible that they use the same the same exact demo from the event. I don't see why they shouldn't. But at the same time, that Toy Story uh, demo is actually pretty long, so I could see yeah. them, you know, chopping it up for E3, especially that, since they're going to have lines. And that, stuff. That's the number one thing that confused me is when you talk about it, spending an hour in just the Toy Story part. That doesn't sound like it's because E3 usually that doesn't sound E3 friendly at all. Nope. Like they they usually want you to spend about twenty minutes, even behind closed door stuff is usually like forty minutes. So. Uh... Maybe it'll be like half and half, but that's man, that sounds hype. I want to know yeah. if we're gonna get an actual like a, either of those as a demo outside, like just something we could just download on our system. I was hoping we yeah. get something like that. You know, I've been hearing a lot of people uh, clamoring over that on Twitter. Like all over, I've been getting mentions and stuff. Like, oh, are they gonna release a Kingdom Hearts three demo? The one in particular from the event, probably not. Are we gonna get a Kingdom Hearts three demo at all? Probably not, because a lot of people were clamoring for the same thing about 0.2. A lot of people want the 0.2 demo builds that were available at E3 and events and stuff to be downloaded, and it never happened. We never mm. got a, a, the only demo we got out of a Kingdom Hearts game in recent memory was Dream Drop Distance for the 3DS. We've never had a uh, Kingdom Hearts demo on the PlayStation or anything of the sort for 1.5 or 2.5 or even the 1.5, 2.5 bundle. So when it comes to a demo uh, of Kingdom Hearts 3 being available on the PlayStation Store, I wouldn't get my hopes up. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't at all. Like, you know, don't, uh, when it comes to the fans, don't expect that. Don't be mad if you don't get that because I see, I honestly don't see it happening. Well, the, okay. I, I think we will, but I'm only basing it on just because the last couple of big Square Enix games like Nier Automata, Final Fantasy 15, it seems like like Final Fantasy 15 had two separate demos. So I feel like, mm -hmm. I, I feel like the demo, I 100% believe we'll get a Kingdom Hearts 3 demo, but I bet it's going to be like just that boss fight. I think it's going to be something that's like just 10 Olympus. minutes. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I think that, that project, some... I mean, that project Oct or the Octopath Traveler demo is massive from Square. Yeah, oh, yeah, I I feel like demos are finally starting to sell you because you know there was that thing of everyone was afraid of back in the day there was like this study that came out that games that had a uh, demo sold worse on day one and now with that we're in the beta age people are back in the used to like okay playing this tiny slice of the game ends up pre making pre-orders go up so I think right. I hope so I'm hoping here at at, at the same, I understand what you're saying at the same time but those names that got dropped especially with, when it comes to the argument of fifteen and near uh, Automa. Automa I, can't, I can't say that's name for the I know me too I probably butchered yeah, so um, time on time yeah so, uh, <laughs> near when it comes to those uh, games in specific um, I understand why they came out with the demos I really don't think that same logic is going to apply particularly with Kingdom Hearts three because near is something that kind of like dropped off of people people's minds for a little bit. And they're like, they had to remind you. It's like, hey guys, remember near? Ah, here's demo. And in Five Eyes 15, it doesn't really follow a cohesive storyline like Kingdom Hearts 3 because you know Final Fantasy each has its own different story with each numbered Final Fantasy game. And in Octopack Traveler, that's literally a brand new game that Square Enix is uh, mm -hmm. putting down. And then you know, I I'm pretty sure 
Disney, at this point right now, Disney is very protective of Kingdom Hearts to the point where they don't want to release them to the public and possibly have it data mined. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, they really don't. I mean, let's be real. The the Kingdom Hearts fandom is is pretty serious. They're going to buy that game. You know, they don't really. Oh, yeah, definitely. They don't need a demo like Disney. (laughs) When you have a powerhouse of Disney promoting it, plus the fact that people have been waiting for this game for years now. It pretty much sells itself at that point. So, you know, they don't really need a demo in order to help the sales drive for Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest differences, like with like Octopath. It's like Octopath, I think it needed that because they were, first Definitely. of all, they were, look, they were looking for feedback. They wanted, they, they were looking for feedback in the yeah, first Apparently, they like know? made a ton of improvements to that game from that feedback. They did. They, they made a bunch of improvements. And I think they also needed to sell people on the concept of, okay, this is going to be a full price game that looks like this. You know, I think people needed to, you can see it on your, you know, on your computer screen, but when you actually get it right then and there and see the gameplay is like a full budget RPG, just how it looks, you know. So I, I have to agree. I think I'm going to agree with HMK here with the, I don't think we're going to see a demo. I just think that they're just going to, when it's done, it's done. Who's it's that wacko who makes that game? What's his name? Tatsuya Nomura? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, I wouldn't trust him to do anything well, logical. Nomura, but Nomura was also in charge of 15 when the demo came out. Yeah. And did you, okay, when you first played the demo of 15, right? Mm-hmm. And then the final game, they're almost completely different. Remember the first demo of 15? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, they're, they're definitely in the same ballpark, but yeah, it's, it was, that was the only demo I've ever known that got patched where they added change <laughs> stuff in a demo. That was so yeah. weird. That's hilarious. Yeah. Him in general, his games are just like really, he does really weird and awkward things. So I'm interested in seeing, I'm not the biggest Kingdom Hearts fan, but I've played every single one. So I'm interested in actually, uh, I'm actually, to actually getting my hands on the game when it launches. Yeah, I, I just remember really being into it in high school when the first one and then the second well, the second one came out was in high school. I think the first one was when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. But I remember that second one came out and the 360, like I said, just came out because the Kingdom Hearts 2 released a month after the 360 came out uh, and the 360 had to get put back away with Call of Duty 2 in that terrible Perfect Dark game so I could play Kingdom Hearts 2. That's how big of a deal it was when that came out on the PS2. So people people been waiting for a long time. Oh, oh you were you were in a middle school, John. You were in you were in high school when the first one came out. The first one came out. Yeah, you were in high school. I was in middle school when Kingdom Hearts two dropped, and I'm like, I can't wait for Kingdom Hearts three. And I'm like, oh man. Unless I'm a lot older than I older than you than I thought, John. You were in high school. <laughs> it had to be. It would have to be like freshman year, maybe. I'm trying to think. I think, I think yeah, it was your freshman year. If we're the same age. It was your freshman. It was either you were going to be a freshman or was at the very end because it came out march 28th 2002 so i know i was uh my freshman year was 2001 in high school so yeah i was i was definitely in high school when those came out i played kingdom hearts one and then i played the one on the ds but i never finished either of them i i played through them uh all in february i played through all of them back to back uh because i got the collections and uh man even after having beaten all of them i don't exactly know what the hell any of it means there's some good videos. Like I said, HMK has a five-minute video for a story. I watched uh, uh, Ant Dude. I think I watched his video on Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. That took a while to get through, but he explained as well. You just got to go watch a bunch of videos, to be honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it'll they'll run you through it. They'll catch you up. Um, Apparently, Nomura said that they're going to have a little segment within 3 that's going to catch people up. I'm like, okay, sure. Whoa, okay. <laughs> That'll be yeah. interesting to see how that goes. <laughs> that, it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be like a... 
a four minute cutscene where like it's like still images or I don't know. What is it? Have y'all played? A, what was it? A Deus Ex Human Revolution, and you could mm -hmm. start it, and it said, "Have you played a previous game?" And if you click no, it plays like a twenty five minute cutscene. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh my god, that's that's wild. Well, that, that, that didn't. I mean, Mass Effect did something like that uh, because it wasn't out on the PS3, so they had like asked you questions about the, it. Well, the it Dark is, Horse comic, yeah, yeah, they right. came out an interactive comic, yeah, yeah, interactive where you can make decisions. Uh, you know, they did that. They have that in Mass Effect three. I I think for the Wii U, they might, they might have had that in that in there as well. But yeah, I remember doing that and like the Mass Effect on Mass Effect two on the PS three, like doing that. I can't go through all the stuff on. Well, I'm happy to hear that that you're still excited for Kingdom Hearts three, and the demo didn't like destroy your hype for it. So. Oh my! God. <laughs> I mean, there were problems with the demo, but. Uh -huh. Like I, that was that was a big fear I had. I'm like, yo, what if we get to play Kingdom Hearts three tomorrow and it sucks? But <laughs> it didn't, and I'm excited, and I cannot wait. Oh, there are so many things that uh, I can talk about, but I I can't show you what I can talk about when it comes to the embargo and stuff. I oh my okay, lord. So Here's the million dollar question. And, right. and I'm being serious about this. This is a, a hyperbolic, ridiculous question, but I want an honest answer. Do you think that random people are going to pick this up and enjoy it? Do you think that even do you think that even though it's probably going to sew up a lot of those crazy time traveling plot lines, if I just played it and hadn't played Dream Drop Distance 2.8 HD remake, will I understand what's going on? No. No, okay. No, you will not. I am telling you. Fans I am, only. Okay. I am, I am well, look, look. Kingdom, people can play the game and still enjoy it because the gameplay is fun. It's like half of it is Disney. They're going to be seeing Woody and Buzz fight a lion inside them. So kids are going to be able to understand. But when it comes to the core story of Kingdom Hearts, I'm telling you right now, King the Kingdom Hearts games, when it comes to the core story, it is not very um, new player friendly when it, when you want to try to understand the core uh, story. Especially after Dream Drop Distance, if you haven't played that game, you are going to be miles lost in Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm -hmm. That, like... It was the same situation when it comes from Chain of Memories going into Kingdom Hearts 2. A lot of people were like, hey, Kingdom Hearts 1. Oh, there's a game that came out for the Game Boy? Whatever. Kingdom Hearts 2. Wait, what's going on? I'm going to play Chain of Memories. You know, it's the same exact thing when it comes to Dream Drop Distance. Not so much 0 0.2. 0 0.2 had, like, you know, 0 0.2 was literally the precursor to 3. But I can explain. I can literally just tell you what happens in, like, two seconds, and then you'll be fine. Oh, like, um, which I will, if you want me to, does like, what, what, does anyone want me to or no? I, I, I think we're all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, um, no, go, fuck it. No, yeah, no, because no, 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 no. I need to get, I need to get caught up. Yeah, basically after Jim Drop Distance, uh, Riku brings Kyrie to train under Yen Sid. Mickey tells him a story about Aku who's still tra uh, trapped in the realm of darkness, which literally doesn't matter. And then at the end of the story, Mickey and Riku go off to find her. Sora comes back from uh seeing hanging out with his dreamers or whatever and you find out that uh he's back to level one because uh Zaynor did this funky thing in uh dream job distance which i'll let you play the game and understand that so since he's back to level one he's like oh now how am i gonna get stronger and yen says like wait a minute there's a there's this one guy who lost his strength and got it back hercules if you saw the movie so he's like go talk to hercules and then that's literally the beginning of three like Sora going to going to speak to Hercules. That's why a lot of people believe that you're gonna you're drop you're gonna jump at Olympus first. 
Okay. Oh, that. Oh, that makes sense because that's the part of the demo they showed. Mm -hmm. you. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah I watched. I watched all the demos and it looked. It looked good. The visually looked good. So. Oh, dude, it was. It was one of the more like when you actually sit there and then if, if you've seen the B roll or if you actually sit there and play the game, it's one of the more graphically superior games I've seen in a while. And that you know that just goes to show you know Square Enix has a pedigree and they're living up to it with Kingdom Hearts Three, especially since they're playing around with a new type of shader engine. Uh, with the Kingdom Shader, it just everything looks gorgeous on point. When it comes to the graphical uh, fidelity of the game, everything's on point. The details are great. It's flashy. It's beautiful. It just pops and everything's vibrant. The only problem that's with the graphics from what I play with the demo is literally the frame rate stability, and that's it. Everything else is just so on point. And that, you know, the fact that a demo blew me away, I'm like, oh, boy, I can't wait to, wait to see this game finish. You can see, like, young Xehanort, which is a character... Shows up in the in the demo. I cannot show you the cutscene where it happened because I'm under embargo, but I can talk about it. He previously got show, uh, shown off in a trailer. That was the trailer. When I saw him in game, I am not even I'm not BSing here. You can see and count the pores on his skin. I'm like, okay, see, this is unnecessary amount of detail. And I'm like, bro, close your pore, close your pores. Go take a cold shower. Stop it. <laughs> like it was, it was, it was a bit distracting. And I'm like. All right, so they're doing the whole porous thing now. Cool, young Xander, so, you got a lot of them. So they're they're gonna give us a release date next month, is what they said. Yes, early um, June. Are early we thinking? June. Are we thinking E three is when they're gonna tell us? We're thinking E three or possibly the Kingdom Hearts Orchestra, which happens the ninth, which is the Sunday before E three actually be, uh, begins. Mm -hmm. Okay, because so, Square, Square Enix is having like their whole, they're having their own like show. Yes, their show that's is. why when I when I saw that, then I hear that, I'm like, all right, that's probably they might even have that as. Seriously, like the last thing that they say at their showcase, like, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3 coming November or something, you know, uh, November. Uh, I'm trying to think of a day in November that would make sense. That's just I was thinking, was there a certain month that you were thinking? I We assume fall or I was thinking holiday. November, uh, November as well, either, like a range between September and November, because Disney definitely wants to bank on that holiday season, especially with a game like this with like the type of magnitude or whatever. And I feel like from what I played, uh, November would be the safest I'm sorry. November would be the safest bet. I wonder if so. they would release it on a Tuesday or a Friday. I'm trying to think about that game. I would. I would think a Friday. A Friday, yeah. Especially because they're, they're, they're trying well, to get that's to sell the kids get out of school. Yeah. Well, well, and it's also because you know in uh, in Japan you're not allowed to sell games on Tuesday. So I think oh. they're probably going to try and do day and date, which will be uh, Friday. Going November right. 9th then. November 9th. We'll see how that goes. Either it's either the 9th or the 16th. They're not going to go after that because then you start getting into Thanksgiving and Black Friday territory and stuff like that. Right. To be honest, dude, I think it's it's going to be November no matter what. Like I bet Square Enix is happy. Look at all these Red Dead, Call of Duty, all these games are October. Yeah. yeah. September. <laughs> November is like wide open. I bet you anything Square Enix and Disney are just like, oh heck yeah, we're November all the way. This is what they're gonna do. They're gonna say Kingdom Hearts 3 coming November 9th, and then <laughs> Nintendo is gonna show up and say Pokemon coming November 9th. <laughs> but well, but they'll take that though. But, I mean, no, they will, because both will take sell. That. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Because but, it's either that or it's like Call of Duty, Red Dead, you know, yeah. Battlefield, upcoming November. Those. Like, oh, I actually man. have a feeling that honestly, between those, Square and and Nintendo might actually have some, you know, November on deck. Yeah, messaging going back and forth about that. You know, some whispering. Ah, oh, we're gonna release it this day. Ah, okay, maybe we'll do it this day then. Yeah, they might it talk about it. It wouldn't be the first time because I remember uh, back in E2 2015, uh, Square Enix had a conference. And uh, the digital event for Nintendo was happening at the same original time for that. And apparently they talked and then they were like, screens like, okay, we'll have our 
thing at this time instead so we don't like you know overlap each other i'm like oh you know, That's Nintendo and Square have have dealt with each other like many times before in the past, so like it's out of the question. Yeah, and that, and uh, they're working on obviously uh, Octopath, so you know there's probably somebody maybe even going back and forth like, oh, you know, Kingdom Hearts that's coming. We're gonna try to do it this day. Um, but that November is great. It's you're right, OJ. It's wide open. Everybody's releasing in October because of Red Dead and September. So. There's a ton of games coming on September and October. November just seems to me like the nobody perfect... went for November. What happened? Well, yeah. I, I think at E3, they're going to, I think it's just no, for some reason this year, no one wants to talk about something that's like eight months away. So I think, I, I think they're going to see a ton of trailers at E3. that are like coming in November, 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 November. November. What games though? Because if you look at all the major, like the major developers, I mean, who else could release something in November? I mean, we're Smash. not, I'm well, no, I know Nintendo. Aside from Nintendo, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Like aside from them, like I'm talking about like Activision, EA. Like they're all releasing their heavy hitters, their 10 million plus selling unit games. Mm-hmm. They're all of that's coming in in uh, in October. So I mean, what else could there be that would be as big as a Red Dead? Is there anything as big as a Red Dead? As big as a COD or as big as a? Those are those are the biggest you know, games like uh, in, the, well, in, the, I mean, in the industry, you know, we, we still have no idea. Sony's press conference is so mysterious. We have no idea yet. And, and Microsoft is having a two hour presser. So they could just try and drop. And what about, what about Halo six? Yeah. Well, they just yeah. Have to hurry up and do Halo six. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I know. Right. Well, last sure. year they said last year, they promised that the, there wouldn't be any Halo six last year. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. we'll see some this year. Yeah, but also, gonna say it. Almost well, I, every single November, November is like the month where Microsoft likes to try and drop something. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if this is the year where they Back finally up. do something that gets above a 70 on metacritic <laughs> we're out yeah we got to talk about that too because whew, there was i had a comment in one of my videos and i just had to go through their studios with them and i was like yeah <laughs> let's, let's, this is why e3 is super important for microsoft and it was Man. pretty clear <laughs> honestly after the uh what do you call them after they uh after they canceled Scalebound, that was like me. The only thing I was like, okay, I might get an Xbox for Scalebound because I, dude, I was a huge Halo fan. And then after four and five, I'm like, man, do you know you still don't have you don't have you don't have an Xbox now? Nope, nope. What, nope so, nope. so something like Scalebound would have had you like if Scalebound was would have made me buy it. Yeah, Scalebound wow. would have made me make would have made me buy an Xbox One, That's an Xbox One X. And they canceled it. I'm like, oh, it looks like I'm saving 500 bucks. Cool. Wow, that's interesting. Wow. See, I was I was wondering if Scalebound would pull in like a like a like another audience that they don't have now, and maybe I guess it would have. Uh, I've read so many stories about people hmm. who were really mad that they, they that they're like, oh, the only reason why I bought an Xbox was for Scalebound because they bought it ahead of time. And I'm like, oh my goodness, because like <laughs> you know, people obviously bought it for Halo back in the day, and then Halo started sucking, and then. People are like, okay, so we need the next big uh, Xbox IP. And then they're like, hey, we want Scalebound. And then they're like, nah, forget Scalebound. Here's Sea of Thieves. And we saw how that story played out. Yeah. Well, I, I remember there was this this article years ago now, but I thought it was so interesting at the time, where they tracked the sales specifically of the amount of people who bought a PlayStation 4 on the day that Infamous Second Son came out and the amount of people who bought uh in Xbox One, the day Titanfall came out, because they came out literally the exact same day and date. And so they wanted to see, like, how much could the billions of dollars that they're putting in the marketing of Titanfall 2, or t- the original Titanfall, how much could that influence sales? And it literally was like, boop. And then, like, all of a sudden, the PlayStation 4 sales were like, it's just one of those times where, like, early in the generation, we realized that if Microsoft can't get something that sells consoles, they're just going to keep slipping behind. 
Oh, we yeah. saw what happened with God of War. The PlayStation Four exploded, and oh yeah, oh boy, yeah. did it. Uh, so I mean, people kind of saw. Even that, even then, though, the Xbox, they, they, they yeah, you saw those too, OJ, right? The MPDs where somebody leaked them out. And it was yeah. like the Switch was one, the PlayStation Four was like one point nine four or something, and then the Xbox was like point seven eight or something like that. So it was like even the Xbox had a really struggle. I, I, you, you want to know the actual leak numbers? Oh, oh, do they, they, they actually put them out? I didn't think they were yeah. going to put them out. Yeah, well, yeah, the numbers were uh, PS4 was like um, 370,000, uh, 370,000 plus. Nintendo Switch was like 170, uh, yeah, 170,000. Then Xbox was like 130,000. And the 3DS sold 70,000. Mm, okay, okay. Man, that 3DS keeps selling, man. Oh, yeah. And then the, they're saying they're going to support it into 2019. I'm like, okay, Nintendo, I see you. Bring, bring me another Zelda game in the vein of A Link Between Worlds and we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, that's that would be interesting to see them do something with Zelda like that. But then everyone's gonna be mad that it's not on the Switch. Exactly. <laughs> Man, people can be mad where it's like you're gonna be mad a game like a, a top-down Zelda game like Link Between Worlds is gonna be on 3S and on the Switch. Now, if we want a Zelda game on Switch, it better be Breath of the Wild Caliber, right? Like per- keep Link Between Worlds like top downs on that. I, I'm fine with it, but uh anything, any extra Zeldas on Switch, I'm tired of anything coming to 3DS, but specifically, I am just dying for those rumors about the Link's Awakening remake. Oh yeah, those love, look really good. Love Link's Awakening. Now he, cool. he, here's the thing with me. Link's Awakening, in my opinion, and I get a lot of flack with this, even though I'm like huge Zelda fan. Link's Awakening, in my opinion. Is the weakest Zelda game? Oh no! Of all time, right? it brought, <laughs> it brought it, Phantom Hourglass. It, it yes, it brought nothing to the Zelda. It brought nothing to the table in terms of Zelda, except it, except the fact that it was linked to the past on the go. Now wait, now let me uh, continue my thought. Uh-huh. I did not like Metroid Two at all. Metroid Two was just eh to me. But then Return of Samus, the remake on the 3DS came out, and I'm like, this game is so. Good. This is a remake of Metroid 2. I fell in love with that. That instantly became like one of my high-tier Metroid games. Instantly. If they were to do the same treatment they did to that for Link's Awakening, I'd be completely on board. I mean, there's a DX version. That's I love Link's Awakening a lot. I actually like Phantom Hourglass a lot, too. I know a lot of people hate on Phantom Hourglass. So yes. I, think, I, I like I like the most recent one on the 3DS. I like that one a lot. Yeah, that's, yeah, I love that that's, game. The, that's the only one I don't like, and I know that it's really wrong. Heck, yeah, that's I, a Zelda with an actual like like plot twist at the end. It is, but what my problem is that I felt it felt the least directed. Something I've always liked about a lot of the the 2D Zeldas is that it's kind of like you're trying to figure stuff out as you go along. That one felt a little bit too much of like do whatever you want, buy a weapon if you want, get an item if you want. It was a little mm-hmm. if. It didn't have that drive for me. Okay, okay, I seriously, it was it was kind of directionless. It saying. was okay, too it was too open. Whereas I feel like even I feel like even Bre- one of the reasons I love Breath of the Wild so much is that they set you free, but they tell you what your mission is at the start of being like, okay, there are these four divine beasts that you got to go poop in their mouth eventually, but you can do whatever you want until you do that, you know. Also, to the people in the chat getting tilted about what I said about Link's Awakening, it's like, oh, you, you, you're one of those people who have to really play the game when it first came out. I did. I'm not as young as a lot of people. I had Link's Awakening on the Game Boy. I still, the, my opinion of Link's Awakening stood from He's then until it does yeah. today. And, <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then, because like, people give me the same flack for saying Skyward Sword was one of the better Zelda games ever. I love Skyward Sword, bro. Hmm. But right now, Breath of the Wild is my top number. So you'd, you'd like to see that actually get remade for something like the Switch, Skyward Sword? 
everybody uh, calls really, for that all the time. Not really we made just a, just remastered, just HD it and give it um the control the like the motion controls can easily be redone on the Switch. If that would be great, that'll be that if that would were to happen, that'll be great. It's not something I'm super clamoring for as like, oh you, Skyward Sword HD needs to be on the Switch. Nah, I'm like like you know. It'll be cool if it came out, but I'm not gonna like hassle Nintendo for it to, to like you know bring it all out. So you gotta spam their Twitter. They uh, that absolutely <laughs> love that. I'm sure <laughs> it's gonna work. Every they listen to everyone on Twitter. <laughs> right. Oh man, actually, if they listen to everyone, the Pokemon announcement would have happened already. Yeah. Did you? I, it's gonna happen when Sean's gone. Watch. I I know it is. <laughs> so much. I, I saw. I'm gonna be on my phone like live streaming. Oh my god, the Pokemons! What I saw some tweet where they tweeted out like the Nintendo account tweeted out like, "Be sure to go download the Super uh, Shushi Striker demo today." And someone replied, oh. "Someone, someone replied, announce Pokemon or I'll kill myself." And there was a <laughs> reply to that that said, "Bye, oh. friend." And it was just, like, <laughs> like thousand likes. Oh no! no wait, <laughs> Nintendo tweeted that back. No, no, like some yeah. some person like that oh, dude said, I'll okay. kill myself I, if you don't announce Pokemon that today. That would have been a PR fire, and how did I miss that? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> Nintendo Wendy's. would be like, sorry. Nintendo would reply with like a suicide helpline. They're too nice. Right, probably, man. Just Wendy, like, Wendy's would, would fucking roast them, though. Yeah, they'd be like, you just choked to death, but are delicious all beef patties. Dude, like this Pokemon craze right now is literally giving me PTSD days from when the NX was not even announced on the Switch yet. Where every time Nintendo would tweet something, it's like that's really nice. Announces uh, uh, reveal the NX already. So like this is just the same. They thing. haven't started messing with the fans though. Remember how they did that with that direct mini kind of thing where they, they started like flaming? That was so yeah. good. I love that. I learned the hard way to not mess with Pokemon fans. Like Pokemon fans. You Dude, did. I saw that. <laughs> I'm opinion on something. Dude, I had an eight-minute video. People watched it for 30 seconds and rushed to the comment section to complain and said, you did this, this. I'm like, I'm done. I'll yeah. never I'll never talk about Pokemon like that. Even though I've been playing the games, I played every single one, beaten all of them. I'll never talk about that again because people are just insane when it comes to that franchise. So I'm, I'm done talking about it now. I'm just waiting till it till it's announced, you know? Yeah, so, you see, the, the Pokemon fans now are kind of interesting because I have a uh, nephew who's a big Pokemon fan who plays some of the games, and they don't know what a link cable is. Right. And I'm like, oh, oh man. man, wow, it's crazy. Think about that, because like some of the newer Pokemon fans now obviously weren't around when we had to hook wire our Game Boys up like, you know, old people. Those were the days. in my original elementary school, there's this one level 100 Zapdos that people kept cloning through Pokemon Gold and just like <laughs> sharing amongst us. Like, yo, you got the Zapdos? I bring it here, bring it here. There, there used to be this kid who uh, who had a level 100 Mewtwo that he would rent to kids. He would literally oh, trade to Entrepreneur. If, if you got stuck on something, you would pay him like a yogurt and he would transfer it to you for a night and you'd beat whatever <laughs> thing you were stuck on and then you'd give it back. I swear to God. I, I rented I paid my yogurt. Can't beat the Elite Four? Give wow. me a yogurt. Yeah, you <laughs> Give me a like, yogurt. Yo, bro, you, know, you know what stops everything? A level 100 Mewtwo. And it was like, yes, sir, here's my yogurt. We were on Dude, go we were on Gogurt back then. The yogurt. hustle was real. Yeah, Gogurt and some uh some some what was it? Like some Capri Sun and, some, yeah. and a Gogurt, my guy. Yeah, I got Gogurt too. He was he was shooting too low. He should have been looking for Dunkaroos, man. Like <laughs> Debbie cakes and stuff, yo. Give me two Debbie cakes, or at least a lunchable. If you got a lunchable on you, but man, it's, it's this is Texas heat. A cold yogurt went a long way. Ooh. Yo, lunchables would have been the whole day rental. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Lunch, if, you, if somebody actually gave you a whole lunchable, oh man. That... So what? Uh, wow. So what do you what do you guys make of this whole Pokemon hype? Before we move on to something else, uh, it's 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 pretty ridiculous right now. If you go on like forums like Game Facts, Reset Era, people are making entire like thousand post threads about nothing right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't yeah, know. It's crazy. It's crazy. I saw, I saw the thing where someone showed. Uh, I only looked at it once, but someone saw that there were like eleven posts a minute at one point about Pokemon what and reset the era. Heck? There was a thread that was up to like like. 80 pages or something and literally like 11 people a minute were like Whoa, what about this look at this screenshot like calm down everybody yeah so everyone's just trying to guess when it's going to happen because a lot of the insiders were telling people it's going to happen before the end of the month well <laughs> where it's the it's the 26 about to be the 27th which means monday tuesday wednesday thursday 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 is a good day for a pokemon now oh, is that when you get back Thursday's a good day for a direct i get i get back uh wednesday afternoon so they're gonna do it on tuesday then Son of a bitch. I, <laughs> like, anytime stuff happens on Thursday, because I spend, people don't realize, like, it takes like 10 hours to edit top 10 Thursday. When anything happens on a Thursday, I'm just like, well, I can't cover it. <laughs> well, it's, uh, I mean, Monday is, I guess, a holiday here in the U.S., but I don't think yeah. that matters. No, it matters. It matters. <laughs> it matters. I think it does. I will, then, I will tweet to Nintendo and say, just a friendly reminder, Monday is a holiday here in the bet, States. If you're in the office, I'm going to beat you up. Oh, no, I mean, I mean to announce it, to put it out on Twitter. To be like, hey, tune in on Tuesday for Pokemon Direct. Or they can announce it Tuesday and do it Wednesday. Uh, yeah, they're probably going to end up doing it. They, they, like, Nintendo's track record, when you go more along the lines, as I say, they always announce it. and It's either the day or two days afterwards, the announcement. They never do that week thing because they knew that they know that the internet will melt down waiting for that kind yeah. of Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I so. can live with Wednesday. I can live with Wednesday because I'll be home at like 2. Wednesday at 1 o'clock it is then. I yeah. mean, hey, that hey that's Set your alarm. <laughs> Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. You know, when it comes to the Pokemon hype, it just it, it's a double sided coin for me because it really shows like the Pokemon community just like despite everything that's happened stays like, you know, incredibly active and just, you know, waiting. But at the same mm -hmm. time, you know, that could be seen as a good thing or it could be seen as a bad thing. But I mean, just like Nintendo can always rely on Pokemon to print out money thanks to these guys. So, I mean, like I'm excited. You know, I'm a Pokemon fan as much as they come, but I'm definitely not one of those people who's like, yo, I need the next thing. But um, when it comes to Pokemon, I get excited. I'm definitely interested in the prospect of, like, you know, this whole uh, let's go Eevee, let's go Pikachu thing. And if it actually turns out to be that, I would be down for it. But, you know, I want to know what everyone thinks about the whole, you know, Kento revisit thing. Because I, I've been yes. like, yeah, we get to go back to Kento. And the people are like, oh, we get to go back to Kento. So, you know, <laughs> personally, me, I'm like, I love Kento. That's where it all started. That's where mm -hmm. my memories lie, you know, OG Pokemon fan. So, well, we're all old. Good. So yeah, we're, that's the thing, dude. Younger <laughs> yeah. Pokemon fans are pissed about Kanto, man. They I know. I, I heard it. I, I heard about that. Oh, yeah. O OJ went into the, he bathed in their tears. Goodness, I heard about that. Yeah. Although Kanto's is a really good, um, like, Asian cuisine place. Now, Kanto, if we get the Kanto's, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm joking. But, uh, yeah, dude, I mean, for me, I'm old, I'm old school. I, I remember growing up with with the Pokemon, the 150 and everything. And I will just make sure I'm clear with this. Um, it would be cool if we, I mean, if they, I'd be cool with it. I'd be cool. And if they added more, you know, new oh. game plus, they have that extra stuff at the end, kind of like Pokemon, Fi uh, Pokemon Fire Red, Leaf Green. You know, it's like the original 150 and then like the end game stuff, it opens up, you know, you get more from Gen 3 and all that. That would be cool if they did that. Or even like Pokemon Go, how they add in. What's so. It? Was it so, gold and silver where when you beat it, you could go back to like yeah. Town and stuff? Yes. You went to Kanto. You, yeah, you, so, yeah. I was trying to remember. Gold which one silver, was. best game. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge gold fanboy. So you're you're gold, talking about gold. like that. You're talking about like that, OJ, where you beat like the game and then you can go back to other regions and stuff after that. Well, like it continues. I, I, just meant, I mean, at the, at the basic, at the minimum, would be get. 
Pokemon from other uh, regions. Okay. I could get Pokemon from like Gen 3, get Pokemon from, you know, Gold and Silver or whatever, Gen 2, like all the way up to a certain point. And then also added in, you know what I'm saying? Hey, we have this wave of Pokemon and, and this coming in, like doing it just things in a little bit of a different way. Uh, that That's what I was thinking. That's what I yeah. at least tried to explain, but I obviously failed. Failed miserably at that, apparently. I, I so. think it's mostly, it's it's the first console, think about it, uh, it's the first console game for a mainline Pokemon game ever. So people are expecting a lot. Oh, they are yeah. expecting well, a lot. And they're going to be let down. From some of the, the best leakers I've seen that are definitely the most concrete who have looked at it have definitely said that when people see it graphically, no matter what, they said people are going to be pretty disappointed when they first see it because most of the stuff like I'm seeing that. Is, is that it is just going to be an upscaled, like fancy redone 3DS game, like totally new stuff. But I think when people see it, they're gonna be like, "What?" And it's gonna be like, "Okay, like this is the first game. Let's calm down a little bit." As long as it's not 240p, like the 3DS. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's all that matters. Yeah, I think we're also going by content as well. Like I think OJ, I think people got mad at you, OJ, because you were like 151, and they were like, "But we have 650 right now, or 850. What are they? Up no, it's 750, right? Oh my gosh! Wow, yeah, yeah, I, I stepped up a while ago, man. But I said that they could add. I said that they can put more like it was good like they can add more oh, yeah, that's no, not I, just, a, I saw yeah. those comments though and i was like What's yeah well, that's what like, the, the, the time retention on that video was like literally 30 <laughs> seconds i have the stats it was literally 30 seconds like nobody even freaking watched it so Dude, not really worried at the end of the as day as long as we get pseudo wudo whatever game as long as we get pseudo wudo doing his weird dance i'm down <laughs> oh man uh yeah so we're, we're gonna move on to some xbox stuff and everything uh hmk it's almost at the hour mark yeah um, one one quick piece of breaking news that took place before we went on air: Killer Seven is going to PC. Uh, it was announced. Oh yeah, America. so weird. So, there you go. Maybe they they'll look bring to the Switch. Yeah, I was gonna like, say, come on. Yeah. <laughs> they hyped they, they hyped up that announcement, and I knew they'd do the typical Suda super hype to end up being something that should have happened a long time ago. Ah, it's classic, classic Suda, man. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna say screw you, Suda, but man, dude, like, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, that classic that Suda. that would be a cool game on the on the Switch. Yeah, it, it was it was good on the GameCube. I don't know if that's progressive scan or not. Oh. It's not. Oh, it's not. Oh, yeah, it's not. We have the we have the HDMI adapter thing. I just thought of that. <laughs> oh man, disgusting. Okay, well we were joined by HMK. Helped us out with Kingdom Hearts three. Attempted to explain it to us too, but uh, I, th I know Sean's eyes glazed over at one point. I feel uh, I feel <laughs> I feel I feel like I know more now. Well, we know we know that we can check out. You said you had a video, right? Uh, yes. HMK to try to explain it a little more to us. Yeah, I have a video up on my channel right now. It's called Kingdom Hearts Plot in Five Minutes. Uh, it trust me. Everyone's like, okay, there's no way you could do it. I, I can do it. You, you're gonna you're gonna be up to date, and uh, you guys are gonna be ready for three. So if you guys are ever confused when it comes to the Kingdom Hearts three storyline, watch that video. If you have five minutes of your time, you'll you won't be disappointed. Okay. Do you have a you have your you have your channel? You can drop in. The, uh, we can drop that in the chat as well. Actually, uh, I put it in yeah. there. Cool. He has oh, it there. Awesome. Thank awesome. You so much. Thanks, Yo, thanks, thanks for joining us tonight, HMK. I appreciate Definitely. everybody. Make Yo. sure you check out his channel and everything, and and if, especially if you need like Kingdom Hearts information or uh, Zelda or Nintendo and stuff, if you want to go ahead and plug your channel before you take off. Oh, definitely, guys. If you love everything Zelda, Kingdom Hearts, Super Smash Bros., and Nintendo aspects, it's great Enix aspects, and everything hype, just be sure to check out my channel, HMK. That's all you need to type into Google or YouTube or anything like that. I also got Twitch, Twitter, all that good jazz. You can find me pretty easily when you just use those three letters. Guys, thank you so much for having me here on the Spawn Wave MediaCast. It's been a great time. It's been great fun. And when you guys play Kingdom Hearts 3, you guys will know why I, I, I can hardly shut up. You guys are going to have a good time. <laughs> I, I, I'll, be, I'll, be getting it. I'll be getting it when it comes out. Absolutely. Check it out. Awesome. Yeah.
be really cool. All but right. I'll check out your video beforehand so I know what's going on. All right, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> yep. It's been a pleasure with all you guys, and I'll see you guys later. That's good. Yeah, dude. Have a good one. Um, then we had uh five dollars from Green Greenwave twenty eighteen. This is a super chat, but I'll read it. I'll read it now at now anyway because we're kind of segueing right now. Did anyone hear that Total Biscuit passed away? Rip. Uh, we did actually. I think everybody pretty much made some kind of comment on Twitter about it. Uh, yeah. I know Max even you did like a video. He's, he's a big hero of mine. I've been following his work very very closely for many many years. So yeah, very, and um, unfortunate. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. Very sad day on on Twitter. Um. Well. And uh, it's it was it was a, it's a very obviously a shame to see with the situation and everything with uh, him battling cancer for as long as he did. Um, but uh, he definitely he definitely inspired a lot of channels. I will say that there are a lot of people who who, who felt it felt obligated, obviously, to, to do videos on it and stuff and explain it. It was, it was, it was pretty cool. I, I just want to say one thing about him just to try and say about how amazing this guy was. He purposely took to try and beat his cancer. He took every single experimental treatment that they offered him, even if it damaged his body, even if it hurt more, even if it meant that the recovery could possibly be years. He took it to advance medical science. He literally let himself be a guinea pig, not just trying to outlive it, but literally make it where other people diagnosed in the future will not have to suffer the way he did. So, I mean, Total Biscuit was a man that we probably won't see again. It's just like people that legendary don't come along very often. So, yeah, it, uh, uh, Dan Glass, uh, that that uh, Bioware employee doesn't work there anymore. I think he's let go. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. That dude yeah. was a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. you have to be... I understand that, you know, when someone first passes away, it's it's distasteful to say anything, um, it, whether you agreed with the person or disagree with the person. But like, Jesus Christ, like to hold such a grudge and to be such a curmudgeon over it while you're working for a huge company. Like, how stupid do you have to be? And people say, oh, we have freedom of speech. It's like, yeah, you have freedom of speech, but you don't have necessarily freedom of consequence. Yeah, Those two things aren't, aren't. Why do, people, why do people say that? Like, I can say whatever. Yes, you can. Nobody you can. will arrest you. No, but that does not mean you won't be fired. That does not mean you will not have any consequences for what you say. Like, that's ridiculous. That's if I, if I cussed out John and all you guys forever right now, I don't think I'll be on the next one. <laughs> you know, the next, the next one. If I said you guys' channels are trash and meant it, I'm probably not going to be here anymore. I'm like, freedom of speech. Freedom of no. <laughs> no. Like the the people defending that that racist lawyer who got fired. Who just like there was like 15 videos of him walking around being racist in New York. It's like yes, he was fired because he was literally supposed to work for the public. The public doesn't trust him. Like if you're a piece of shit, you're going to lose your job. Yeah, it, it, it it blows my mind, man. Like people are just crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's a it was a it was a shame to see obviously that that happened. But Bioware dealt with that person, so there you go. They don't appear to work there anymore, so <laughs> we'll say that. Can, uh, I and, say, can I just say one thing? Sure. What's up? Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. I will never stop playing this game. I don't think you're allowed to. Aren't you under embargo right now? <laughs> I, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, that's I all I wanted to say. That's dice. I'm going to duck down to your done violating embargo. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's just said. I can't review it. I said no video reviews or anything. There's, there, right. it's because there's a lot of stuff. I, I think Capcom would be okay with you saying that. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, do you guys? All right. So, I played State of Decay two. Sean, you played it. Did you yep. play State of Decay two? OJ or no? I watched. I watched a ton of it on Twitch. Uh, okay. Um. Mm -hmm. And then, of course. I know Max played it, and then he reviewed I, it. I, I beat it. I, I beat. I beat the main story, and I got one of the endings. It's terrible. Okay. How long did it take? How long did it take you to beat the game? Uh, eight 
hours, maybe a little bit less. But wow, really? That's all? Well, yes, to beat it. But the beat once you beat it, um, that's only part of the game. Because, you know, there are three separate maps, and you yeah. can sort of dominate all three of the maps. To do everything in that game, you could probably do it in about 40 hours. Um, I feel like if you play that game three hours, though, you've seen everything it's ever going to do. I, oh, I okay. like... I like the randomized quests. I think the randomized quests is really good. I like that people tell you random stories. I, I think that's cool. Like I, there was a time where these guys actually, it's the only time this happened. I almost, get, I got betrayed by people at one point. Survivors called me asking for help. And when I went up into a house, they actually ambushed me and tried to kill me, uh, kill my characters to steal their supplies. Like stuff like that creates such a good story. Um, now, if only I'd stopped glitching through the ground, I might actually follow. So, yeah, I can't believe this game released in the uh i guess in in, in the state that it did <laughs> say, yeah. say yeah uh it yeah. literally released in a state of decay uh it it uh <laughs> it, it it it's it's glitchy when it's in multiplayer yeah. i haven't actually run into much in single player i'll be honest i, I, offline, I, I haven't run into a ton yet now i played it with the day one patch only so they gave the reviewers uh the game 10 days early and at the same time they released a day one patch so we were actually playing the version people were playing at launch I ran into a lot of glitches. The worst one of all, the one that pissed me off, is I literally spent an entire day working on my review. At one point, I I saved up a bunch of money, which in this game is called like reputation, and I spent it when one of those weird traveling merchants came into town. I spent a bunch of money to get the car upgrade kit so I could have it armored, and then for some reason, about an hour later, my car just disappeared. I literally parked it outside of a building doing a mission. My car that I just spent 12 hours upgrading disappeared. I was so pissed. Mm, mm. yeah that's, that's the problem is there's well the real issue is there's permadeath in the game yes. so if a glitch causes your character to die which people did say on twitter that that was happening yes i can see why you would just quit the game altogether and just not play it because why would you play a game that can I, literally I that, my, ruin your character my ui i i got my super i had a character i power leveled really high and then i basically was trying to level up another character so i had him being my bodyguard and we went to do a mission I ran into a super zombie and I start fighting him and he hit me and my UI shut off. So I could no longer see my teammates health. I couldn't see their location and he got pulled away by zombies and I couldn't even see him to rescue him. So he ended up dying, wasting another day of work. That, did you run anything crazy, Sean? No, I, I didn't, but I did see that there's a help button. I saw that. I was about to bring that up. There's a button that gets you unstuck. <laughs> yeah, like that's rough. But when I saw that. I was like, oh, okay. I just I have a little bit of trouble like rapping like my everyone in my camp is like on suicide watch and everyone's depressed yeah. and like, I don't know. It just seems like resources. You go like water and like i don't even have that many people in my camp so, so it's like just er early on capture bases there are certain bases that actually auto replenish stuff like you okay. can steal a pizza cafe that'll automatically just grow pizza because that who fuck logic um, yeah, right. you, can, you can get like a uh, a gas Broke station pizza. that has a clinic in the back and it'll keep growing more meds so you basically just capture one of those and then you start getting enough supplies to stay sustainable and then you spend your extra resources on stuff like building a garden uh, okay. making water filtration if you actually build a, a power plant at your base you can buy an original xbox and put it in the house and people will be happy forever I'm not <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah. Oh man, you can play, you can actually have like a, a tree that does pizza. That's awesome. It doesn't really. It just pizza just keeps showing up forever. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, it's, that's I mean, awesome. I've I've been I've honestly been enjoying the game more than I thought, but it just scares the shit out of me to play online because like I was gonna play with wood and I'm like 
he was like, well, I want to start a game and have you come to my um, village. And I was like, okay. And um, I was like, oh, well, if I go to your village with one of my characters and then I die, like yeah. if one of your characters dies, who gives a shit? You know, they're all low levels anyways. I got some I got some decent characters that I've been working on leveling. So, yeah, I mean, if if I would have bought the game, I would have, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much, but just getting in on game pass. I'm like, yeah, who cares? You know, it's like, I can but see the flaws see, in it, but do you see the attitude right there? What you're, what you're describing? Exactly. And <laughs> I, I, honestly, that's a culture. I think, I mean, look at the last two big Microsoft Xbox one releases, sea of thieves and state of decay Two. both of those games. If I would have bought those games, I'd have been like, fuck this, but getting it on game pass. It's like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's essentially a game that I just add to the little digital collection. So it's, it's interesting, but it's sort of creating a, um, a laziness yeah. sort of aspect. complacency. I, I have a video that's already yeah. made. It's coming out uh, Monday. I have a, a video coming out Monday called I hate early access games. And it's kind of approaching the fact that we're definitely reaching a point where as soon as a game is profitable and playable, they're clearly throwing it out there. And it seems like for whatever reason, the people at Xbox said, okay, we need a summer game. How close is yours to done beta? Okay. Yeah. Throw it out there. Cause that game, uh, if you want RGT, uh, whenever you get back from your trip, uh, let me know and we'll co-op it. And uh, I have max level. I have this like max uh, level military guy who can basically uh, punch zombies to pieces and stuff. Uh, so I'll join your world and we'll run around and you'll see how bad it is. The worst thing is uh, when you're driving a car, the server has trouble syncing it. So sometimes you'll be driving down the street on your screen and on my screen, I'll be getting drugged through trees and flying <laughs> up in the air and stuff. <laughs> we'll record the gameplay. It'll be great. You know what the best thing ever is but, uh, earlier today? Uh, Mike Yabara put out a tweet that was like stated a K2 and he was driving and all of a sudden like the, the car just shoots up into the air. Yep. And I was like, why is he tweeting that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is happening? It's hey almost guys. like you were selling God of War on Mixer. He's like, hey guys, they were. He's like, hey guys, uh, fuck my job. <laughs> it was really weird. Did you did you guys see that? They were they had God of War and they're advertising it on Mixer? No. Yeah. Yeah, the special edition bundle. They were Hi. advertising on Mix. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing over there. I remember uh, them. They tweeted out like, "Hey guys, for the launch of God of War, we're going to be putting like uh, all the God of War streams on the front page of Mixer for the next twelve hours." And for some reason, I heard RGT's voice in the back of my head. Like, I love when everybody hated each other. <laughs> <laughs> it was the the Japanese companies are the one that you know will stab each other and stuff. It's yeah. Microsoft like is like rainbows over there right now you know rainbows and fun time it's it's so weird they just don't they're like if we just don't compete with them it's like we're not competing and it's like well no they're still competing with you yeah um, I mean, oh, you could pre you could pretend you're not competing because you're you're not doing all that great but uh you know at the end of the day you it's it's still it's still a competition but, you, you want to make money guys they, they've already get, they're not going to compete they can't they can't compete yeah, something. they can't compete this well, generation by far. You're absolutely right. The next generation, they can't compete the generation after that. They tried and tried and tried. They can't. Microsoft just can't. They don't have the developers. They're not going to. They're not. They, they're, they, they're opening those they, studios right now, though. They're opening. I know they opened one in Santa Monica. I know, but the problem is that, like, when you get like, like even like Europe and like that side, that whole part of the world that just says, you know what, we trust Nintendo. And I mean, they had that little blip with the Xbox 360. Okay, they got that in Europe, but it's completely back to Sony. And now Nintendo's gaining ground in, in Europe. And then Japan, it's like, okay, it's over there. You know what I'm saying? Asia, yeah. it's completely over there. It's like, there's no point in trying. If you can only really sell, like, and, like win 
in America. Why do that? Why not just try to push? Yeah, I think usage, they, they, have, you know? they have they have Forza. I think that's popular in Europe. Um, that's that's but it. I think I mean, that's yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna have Fable whenever that comes. That's gonna be popular. Yeah, that'll be popular. Forza. I mean, Forza is yeah. the best racing game you can get now. I think. Well, um, I, but there's just not like a lot outside of that, really. Halo. I, I don't want to say the name, but I definitely saw, uh, I try and follow a lot of the Xbox. I try and follow like all the different U big YouTubers I can on Twitter so I can get their thoughts, even if they have no idea who the hell I am. And I definitely saw a big Xbox YouTuber uh, quote tweet Mikey Barra when he said, this is going to be our biggest and best Xbox conference ever. And the dude did a quote retweet and he basically said like, okay guys, like if this isn't just the best one ever, like that's it for Xbox. Like, I'm if concerned. Yeah, you're right there. I, I know what you're talking about Max. You're seeing Xbox fans who are even just like yeah, uh... Xbox fans are next to the cliff. I mean, they're literally at the point where I think somebody, do you see crap gamer? Who's like the most, <laughs> do you see? Oh you gosh. Know, what, what, okay. What, what, what am I missing here? Crap. crap he is a psychopath he is like guy, so obsessed and this guy no this dude oh, before you get anything this dude yeah. will title every video microsoft does something xbox one owners will blow their mind yeah. and, and be like ps4 decides to kill itself for another day like every single one of his videos and it'll just be like oh yeah microsoft has decided that they're gonna add this game to game pass and it's he like, does, what does, the like what the Six, six videos a day that are super extreme <laughs> topics that he says really bored. But anyways, uh, I saw him tweet something of like, so one of his fans were like, how come you're not talking about all this Xbox news? And he, he replied to him with something like, I'm trying, man. There's just nothing left. It was like, oh my God. Like, wow. Our Xbox, Xbox fans are kind of like, even they're losing confidence in the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean he, yeah. he didn't even like State of Decay. I oh, watched the State no. of Decay review, and he gave it a six out of ten. I, I sometimes just like late at night when I can't fall asleep, I just watch like really strange YouTubers. I guess he'd say bad. I, know, I, just, I saw I saw uh, one of his videos years ago. I, I'm not joking. This is a crap game. It was the first one I ever saw, and him was being like, "Check it out, guys! I bought a PS4 just because it was so cheap." And you know what I did? I immediately sold the copy of Last of Us in there because this game is so boring. It was like the weirdest, like this game is so boring. It's like, dude, just you were allowed to like PlayStation games and still be an Xbox fan. Well, he did. Okay. He did like God of War. He loved God of War. He said it was like the one of the best games he's ever played. So because I, I, I think Xbox, man, I mean, like they still got a lot of third party games. I mean, they still they still got all the third party games like Nintendo fans be crying for all the time, like Dragon Ball Fighter Z and Monster Hunter World and all this other stuff. So, I mean, there's there are people who just like third party games. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's that is a true. Game. So I, I mean, say a lot of people who like the sports games, like uh, I remember when we would sell uh, Xboxes for some reason, even over PlayStation, people who like Madden and FIFA yep. and stuff. Um, call it call of duty yeah. back in the day too dude, like, the, prefer the it on, uh, dude the destiny community destiny one community on xbox one was insane but now the they signed destiny 2 has a contract deal where they make extra dungeons only on ps4 and so everybody switched over there was a contract deal on the destiny one too though with the playstation it was but it was advertising Whereas oh. this is a content like they, they weren't allowed to ever say it's on Xbox, but still the Xbox community was big. But no, now, like sometimes this newest DLC in the Warmind DLC, there's a new raid only on PlayStation. Like the rest of the people get literally recycled content unless you got it on PlayStation. So is this is this like is this like it from is this Microsoft's big like like all the pressures on me three? It, it is. I still remain hopeful that they're going to knock it out of the park. I feel like they do have a lot of opportunity, but it's got to be an 11 out of 10 conference. Mm, they have two hours. They don't have a new system to show. And that's Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. 
they they, yeah. they apparently moved over to what the their big some big center or something they're gonna yeah, do. I mean, theater. They, they gotta walk out on stage and do like a 30 minute demo for fable 4 and it turns out that it actually puts you inside the world Ooh. and it turns out at the end that fable 4 is actually skyrim 2 and they blow everybody's mind all i know is 30 minute <laughs> demo like I, I i don't know if i want a 30 minute demo on stage they used to do those like 20 minute stage demos yeah they were I trash like and i i never want those to ever i love play. those man i love those i don't want to be on 20 minutes of watching the same game. if you're not interested well, in that game it's 20 minutes of a what's great game. is you know why they stopped doing that is because i love the one they did for halo 5 back in the day and that was like 20 minutes and they kept just cutting back to the crowd and the crowd is just like sitting there watching a video game so they're not cheering or anything like they're paying attention and so they're like wow look at this great explosion look at this crowd oh actually let's just keep focusing on the explosion boring to watch people watch stuff well, I mean, it shouldn't really surprise anyone that their conference is two hours considering how they stretch out inside Xbox to, you know, yeah. ungodly amounts of time. There's going to be like a live panic room for State of Decay 2 oh DLC on stage. It can, they can't, they can't do, they can't do that. It, it, this has to be good. It's going to be a fake Kraken, like an animatronic oh, no. crack. <laughs> People hated a lot on Sony's last year because Sony, they hardly even came out. It was just basically all trailers. Yeah, it was all trailers yeah. I, I'm hoping that that's what, it's two hours of that. But I like, I don't have two hours of game. Yeah. Hey man, I'm trying to dream. I'm Dreamcast guy. <laughs> I like them. I like them doing a little bit of stage presence and stuff like that. I don't, I don't mind all that. That's how E3 kind of always was up until what, 20, 13 2014 when nintendo yeah. just stopped doing it yeah so really up till then everybody had stage presence you had all this stuff going on that's the best part was everything would always go wrong so it was always fun yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind stage presence a bit but i mean it's just like i'm not trying to like have them put out a bunch of different people then start talking about something tv 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 or talk about comic books like remember when sony came out there started talking about powers the comic or is this i mean like i, I just don't I do remember that yeah i just what? don't think that there needs to be stuff like that i you mean I get that, the to... 2009 what was it project natal where the guy was like like trying to mimic the avatar on the screen and yeah. like, <laughs> you, ever, you ever wonder what the bottom of like a uh what was it uh an avatar your avatar's foot looks like it was like bam and then like yeah. the person on screen like lost its mind and went crazy yeah. <laughs> or like remember skittles remember skittles the the, the cat or something where the kids we're like Skittles. Oh Skittles. man! Yeah. So I mean, like, or Milo. Remember Milo or whatever? Uh, yeah, Milo. Project Natalia. And I, I remember later on. I think only a couple of years ago they admitted that that was just complete horseshit. Like they yeah, actually yeah. they admitted they're like, yeah, man, we we had an idea, we made a fancy trailer. That technology did not exist. <laughs> so what what is what does Microsoft need to announce to really do it? Games. Uh, <laughs> Games. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to be I want to be serious here for a second. And I think um I think they need to wow us by opening up with crackdown three. I think okay. it needs to not be a broken mess, and I mm. think that it needs to be coming out in the next three months so that they can kind of beat all the big summer uh, all the you big think August? games. Yes, I definitely right. think it needs to come out like August, August or September latest. Uh I think they definitely need Halo Six. Halo Six needs yes. to exist. Yeah. It badly does. Um, and I think they need to announce Borderlands 3 or something. I know there's rumors now that that's getting delayed, but I think they, they need to come out with third-party stuff that they're going to somehow get first or something. Mm -hmm. They need to really show people that my giant hunk of plastic here is doing something. I got a list of games I think that they could really just like knock it out of the park. So if they put – obviously you have like a new racing game, right? Like a new Forza something. Mm -hmm. Halo – brand new halo and like another type of halo like a spin-off or something so you got a yeah, big halo yeah. and you've got some type of spin-off you got some type of big expansion whatever they do 
Yeah, just, something yeah. like that, some type of spinoff. And then also you have Lost Odyssey. So if you bring back Lost Odyssey in some way, Lost Odyssey mm-hmm. 2. Mm-hmm. Sounds, like a, sounds like a Japanese game right there. I don't know about oh, that. Right. Or Blue Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no, not like no. Sakaguchi's doing, Sakaguchi's doing nothing. He's you know, blackball from yeah. the industry. He's doing nothing. Hire him. You guys have the money. If they do something, Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey, something like that. Oh, I would love to see games, a Japanese game. That'd be great. Yeah. That would be great. If they just have – we just need those those three, four, four stuff. Halo, expansion, mm-hmm. Forza, Fable, some type of Wolf. Blue Dragon, some type of uh, hardcore Xbox 360 game that was an exclusive brought back, whether it's a remaster completely for Xbox One X or just even just remaster or just bring that back. I think that would knock it out of the park. And then all the third-party stuff that they have, all the online Xbox, that mm-hmm. stuff would knock it out of the park. And I think people would be re-energized to see, oh, yeah. we actually have a good core game that's not just like the standard zombie or okay multiplayer game and did you notice how excited people got when they saw that scalebound possibly was coming back just from that yeah. store listing that's i think that's how bad you're right i think that's how bad a lot of xbox fans want something different from their core games well, normal, I, it's just so boring with xbox yeah. it's like the same okay state of the k okay fine zombie game see if these okay great see if these something kind of different but it's just another multiplayer get together yeah. has to be always online like they need something in depth something that's really going to dig into the teeth like like a god of war you know what i'm not saying the game like god of war but like that type of style of game like for the hardcore gamers that's I, 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 I was gonna think say it, real quick i i have a lot of hope for that perfect dark rumor from mm-hmm. everything i've read i i th- i'm hoping that it's slow and methodical i'm kind of hoping as bad as it is i'm kind of wanting it to be like splinter cell i want to have like a mm-hmm. third person sneaky game that's dark and gritty and awesome and shows off some a- actual like Microsoft art is very different from Sony art. I kind of miss it. I miss like the hard greens of Halo and stuff. That's also washed out now. Like it, even I feel like at least uh, Sea of Thieves has the Microsoft coloring to it. Everything else is just so bland. Hmm. I don't. I don't think I, I, everyone seems to to realize what Microsoft needs. But Microsoft, yeah. <laughs> and when and when I look at Microsoft and I look at the people involved and I look at I look at their productions, like things like Inside Xbox, I honestly think they don't get it. I I, I don't think they get it. Like they don't. They just do not understand what people actually want from them. They're just like they're almost in like their own little bubble. And like within their bubble, they they communicate with each other and they do things and they don't really try to expand outside of this bubble. It it is it's really feels like just some complacency. Like they they just this is how it is, this is par for the course, and this is what we're gonna do. Like I, I don't know, man. Like I, I want to remain optimistic, but I just don't feel like the people involved in Microsoft know what to do. Well, so it reminds me, so I'm obsessed with DC comics. I read a lot of Batman. I read a lot of Superman. And so it's really weird that DC movies suck so many flavors of dick because it seems so easy. Like Marvel makes it look simple. Yeah, you just make a Spider-Man movie. You just make an origin movie. You just make a, to- uh, uh, a Tony Stark movie. And they make it look so simple. And DC has no idea how to replicate it. And I feel like we're in that mode now with Microsoft where Microsoft sees this stuff and they even if they understand that that's what would sell, they have no idea how to make it. They don't know where the kitchen is. They don't know what the ingredients are. They just can't do it. Mm, it's 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 concerning. You wouldn't you wouldn't think Microsoft was the rich company out of the three right now. Yeah, they got Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, but so does everyone else. <laughs> you know, it's, that's why I'm when I was naming yeah, I was naming first party studios my video, and I was like, I don't even know if I really count Mojang as a first party studio because 
they got Minecraft. They're rich. They're ri that's how they got Minecraft because they're because they're super rich and they can. Yeah, play. yeah, you're right. Yeah, they paid yes. a lot of money for that. Two, they, paid, they, paid a good, they put a good a good chunk of change for Rare, I think, too, right? Oh yeah, they paid uh, well back then, but that wasn't like now. It wouldn't be that much, right? Or well, how much was it? One hundred and something like, million. It was like two hundred fifty million or something. Like that, wasn't yeah. It? Okay. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's still a lot of money that's for Rare for what they've done. I'm like, yeah. oh, no. oh, absolutely no! no <laughs> Slightly overpaid. You know, you know what's so funny about Rare? It's like with uh, Microsoft. It's like Microsoft didn't even trust them to make Killer Instinct. That's the funniest thing about Rare. Yeah, that's oh man. <laughs> it's like, hey guys, yeah. we're making a new Killer Instinct, and Rare's like, okay, great. They're like, no, not you guys. <laughs> yeah, I you guys over here. See if these. Do you think that was Rare's idea, or do you think that was an idea Microsoft had and gave it to oh, them? That was rare. That, that was. That yeah. was rare. Really? Yeah. Rare, I, rare I day one. Yeah. I remember uh, stuff about that when I was first shown at E3, and Rare was talking about how it's like their their thing. I, I talked to I talked to one of the producers of Rare at E3 2014. I interviewed him, which is still up on my channel if you guys want to check that out. Um, and I talked to him, and that was definitely a rare. They said it was very rare. That was their idea. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, Rare is a lot different than it was obviously back in the N64 days when people Rare, rare is like Atari. It's simply a name. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, but um. All right, so uh, did you guys who played Resident Evil Cloud Edition? I did, tried to play I, it. I, I tried to. <laughs> I, I made it decently far. I mean, I made it up until uh, basically the entrance of the house. So uh, probably about Wait, you played. Yes, about 120 seconds. What's really weird is, man, was it delayed? I bet I could even boot it up while I'm sitting here. Um, yeah. I pay for crazy internet, and I also have it set up. I, I've set it up so that I can correct almost directly with Japan through my fucking router using a, a VPN. And it makes it where I can connect to stuff like I played Final Fantasy or not Final Fantasy Star 2 cloud version. I can get into that and sort of play it, but it's not really great. So I got into this and I managed to play it. The weirdest thing, though, is every time I pressed buttons, there was a solid third of a second delay. So when I was walking around, when I pressed mm -hmm. a button, you could feel the server having to like load my movements. It was awful. Yeah, there's some people in Japan who were playing it and, it, and it looked about how I expect something like PlayStation now. But like here, man, like I I upgraded to like the sweet internet now. I have like gigabit internet, mm -hmm. and uh, it was I couldn't play it. <laughs> I couldn't. I think, I think if they brought it, if they had servers in the states, I think it would be okay. Because there was, I saw uh, several people that were in Japan that are English speaking on Twitter saying that they were playing it and they thought it was fine. There's you know? a lot of videos of people playing it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it looks decent enough for, I, for twenty bucks. I, yeah, I think the visuals are weird. Like it, uh, I, I messed with PS Now a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago for a video, and uh, it has, sort of has that weird thing where when you're turning fast, it's trying to load. Oh stuff. yeah, you get like that. And those like, like YouTube almost like where it's buffering kind of. Yeah, where you yeah. get all those rectangles mm -hmm. in, especially cloud effects. And so I saw people playing it, and there'd be like a smoky, creepy effect, and you see all these rectangles appear. Yeah, that really happens in PlayStation Now a lot, actually. If you play that, like I don't, you you said you've tried it for a little bit. Um, did you get yeah. that? I, I would get that same effect occasionally. I got um, it especially on the trees in the opening yeah. area. Like they'd be fine if I was looking at them, but if I started tilting my camera, they would get all like mm -hmm. I want to use the word pixelated because they're mm -hmm. like get all cubified. I have a strong feeling I don't have a lot of confidence in Capcom servers. I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the amount of money they put out for that, but uh, it's it it hasn't been the best launch outside of Japan. I guess it seemed to work okay in Japan, but uh, I'm I'm wondering if what Capcom's plan is going forward with this game if they're going to bring it other places because it's in all languages. I don't see why weird. they wouldn't like if, think if, so? if it's in all languages, why, why not? I, I, I mean, I, I was, I was hoping they would like actually put it on the system was my hope. Yes. Um, I, I, I even was saying in my video, I want a physical version of Final Fantasy or <laughs> of Resident Evil seven. <laughs> 
I'm Final Fantasy. Well, I'm thinking about Final Fantasy VII as always. But no, I, I Resident Evil said I want a physical version of it, even if it is a big downgrade. I just want to have it. How big? Is, I wonder how big. How big is that game? Is it like a 20 gigabyte game? No, it's bigger than that. Is it? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't so. know what it is after all the patch. I'm sure it's got patches and everything. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. now especially count all the DLC. Yeah, I don't know how big it is there though, because if it's bit, that's apparently from what a lot of developers said. The biggest issue going to the Switch are the cartridge sizes. Even the who you call it said that. Um, what the Arc developer? Yeah, the arc developer yeah. Mm-hmm. it was like the biggest problem are, are the cartridges right now because they're expensive. Um, Capcom isn't willing to swing for a four gigabyte cart for that Mega Man. Never, Although they want to make it two SKUs, I get that. But still, never mind. You you are correct, John. It is uh, twenty. Oh, gigs. okay. So they could probably because uh, a witch called Wolfenstein is twenty three gigabytes, I think now with the new yeah. Uh, they could probably pull one of those things where they're like, here's a one gigabyte card, download the rest. <laughs> if the game is twenty gigabytes on there, they shouldn't have any issue with size on switch if it's 20 gigabytes on ps4 or xbox one mm-hmm. there shouldn't be an issue yeah i mean obviously they've downgraded the graphics and shit too yeah the, re- the 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 size of the assets in terms of resolution and stuff would be smaller and all that plus they can just do audio compression i mean there's all sorts of things you can do to make it make it lower uh, i guess, well, I guess they the got question it. really is can they make it run how they would want it to yeah what it would come down it, to i guess i feel like frame rate is really important on that it ran really smooth uh, when I played it on PS4, a standard PS4, it ran super smooth. And there are some jump scares in a couple of the boss fights. So, uh, But here's the thing. It runs in PlayStation VR. And that means mm-hmm. that it has to, you know, cut the image and run it. That's why people were pointing that out. They're like, it runs in PlayStation VR on a base PS4. And that's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. They made that work. The resolution, I'm sure, was dropped and everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, I feel like if they really wanted to. But again, Capcom, you know, they they're they don't exactly throw money around a lot, so they might be a little yeah. cheaper about and the they, situation. And they make some bad decisions. Yeah. But yeah. there's one thing that I can't really talk about. Oh, gosh, dude. Not, not, you know, seems <laughs> he like he wants to tell you Street Fighter is good, but he's not allowed to. I don't have Street Fighter, just, so I can't just, say anything about it. Just blink at the camera if I should buy it. Uh, and uh, Okay, embargo <laughs> broken. Nice. Here's, like okay. Evan, Evan's reviewing it, so I can say whatever I want because I'm not even reviewing it. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure know. it's good because it's Street Fighter and Sean loves Street Fighter. So. Wait, hold up, Sean. You you can't talk about Street Fighter 30th, but you can talk about Street Fighter Alpha 1, Street Fighter Alpha 2. You can talk about that, the other games. That have that been. is true, and I do <laughs> own them on the yeah. same Saturn. I could no, you can them. totally talk about the older games. You just can't talk about the 30th. So if you want to mention right. something about those ones, then you can yeah. say that. Um, I really enjoy the the Street Fighter Alpha series. The fun games. <laughs> <laughs> Some would say that they're timeless. Even in 2018, they're worth your money. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you guys, oh yeah, you guys getting? Uh, you guys doing Mario? Ten- we're doing Mario Tennis next weekend at some point. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop all of you guys. <laughs> yeah. I. I'll play it. I don't know. I, I have zero hype for that game, and I've been I've been talking about that. But I'll play it with an open mind because uh, it could be better than I thought. Like Golf Story sounds dumb, and it became one of my favorite Switch games. So I'll I like it. I like the tennis. I like tennis games in general. But oh, yeah. I, I've always liked Mario Tennis, except for recently. Uh, I liked it on the game. The GameCube was awesome. That was a good Mario Tennis game. Did, um, did you guys see the the whole data mine thing? Yeah, now you yeah. can you can go see everybody if you want. Yeah. All that. And oh, yeah. did you guys know that Serena Williams will be a downloadable character? Is this a troll or? I was about to say like that'd be awesome. No, like, I don't it. especially if she looked like she did like virtual tennis, where she's just like this big buff human looking character next to Mario. Yeah. Bill Clinton was an NBA Jam, you know. Anything, was, yeah. anything could happen. <laughs> anything could happen. Um, I, I'd be totally down for that though. So get some Serena Williams DLC though. 
I mean, I mean, I, I don't. I guess I don't, how much do you think that you think that would cost a lot of money for them to do that? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. But it was just like free. Maybe I mean, they could probably do it. Honestly, they could probably do it. <laughs> they put Mercedes bins in uh, uh, Mario Kart, so I'm sure they could put Serena wherever they want. <laughs> Did you uh, see that um, uh, Return of Double Dragon is coming to the Super Nintendo I, in July? I did. I thought about you as soon as I saw that. I'm like, what is Sean get? I was waiting for like a video or something from you. Yeah, I was. I was backlogged doing everything today, and I just saw it this morning. I was like, I don't have time. But yeah, um, the company that did that Unholy Night um, fighter that ended up not being great at all, uh, Retroism is porting. Uh, return of double dragon which was the japanese game it's like better than super double dragon it's like the japanese version but it has better stuff and um new moves and, like extra stages and stuff it's coming out on cartridge on uh, july 19th and i kind of want it <laughs> how much is it 50 that's actually not terrible no it's not I, it, this retroism company needs to you know, work with me if you catch my drift. <laughs> Send me free stuff. <laughs> link, link at the camera if you want us to fill up your your uh, your PO box. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's get into some. There's some uh, questions that we had sent our way through super chat and everything. Let me see here. Uh, Mighty Ryan says, "Do you think that Nintendo selling a dockless Switch could be possible early sign of them leaving the home console market?" No, that's no that's an option. <laughs> Option. Well, this this is really interesting because um, I think that this is them trying to move towards really selling this as a handheld. I feel like they're trying to show that a little bit more with their marketing now being like, look, you can get this without that big old expensive dock. I think it's a smart move. I think it, it's because they're trying for that, you know, two, three switch per household thing. That too. Uh, and uh, mm -hmm. it's a great way to do it, obviously, because you're like, you already have that dock and you guys just switch your, you know, switches in and out. So here's a switch without the power cord or the dock. I, I really wanted to see them get it under $200. And I was wondering if they could sell it without the joy con controllers. Cause a lot of people have multiple joy con controllers. Like I have, mm. I have six so, of them. So like if, if I just bought just the unit itself and I already have power cords, that'd be like yeah. another switch for like 190. If they did, I think that that'd be something to only be through their website. Yeah, I can't, that's even, I I can't even imagine that being in a store. Like this is a, well, it looks like an iPad. I promise it's not. That's yeah, what I was figuring. It'd be through their website. Yeah. I, but, I don't think Nintendo is trying to get out of the, I mean, like why, why get yourself out of the home console market? They have a hybrid. So no matter what they do going forward, it would be like, okay, well it would be a hybrid. Why would you say, okay, we're going to take away functionality from even ever being able to play on a TV. Well, Just like we can sell it like either play on your TV, you play on the go. It's a hybrid, you know? So. It's also really funny. It's the idea of like, now that we've dominated both the home market and the console market, screw all this money. We're going over here. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's a hybrid. So they're going to always want people to play on the go or on the TV. They're just giving you another option. You can buy a dock later if you want a dock. If not, you just play like that. Also in Japan, uh, poke Pokemon, um, or Yokai Watch are coming out. A lot of people are going to want extra ones for a little bit cheaper for their, you know, kids or whatever the case is. You have a, a cheaper option right there if they're just going to play a handheld. So it makes sense that it's happening there in Japan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's honestly that would probably sell pretty well in Japan, uh, even over the because they probably only need one dock per household to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. Because a lot of places in Japan don't have as many TVs as we here in America do. We have TVs everywhere. They have like couple like maybe one per household i was reading that at one point so that would actually make sense to do it that way you know have one dock and then everybody just has their switch <laughs> uh, so that would make sense um what are you laughing at sean what one of the one of the super chats <laughs> is that from matches is that just uh is that your 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 buddy just in a different name i don't know i think it i think it is um 
but uh, Skuma, of course, is from uh, uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Yeah, <laughs> I used to, I, yeah, we would. I would, dude. I'd always be robbing people for their Skuma and like getting in a little shack and just getting fucked up. Did you? Did you ever play <laughs> Morrowind? That was one of my favorite things in Morrowind. The first main quest person you go and visit to start the main quest in Morrowind is this dude who like lives in a hut, and he's like, "Yes, I am the original master of the blades. We must revive the society." If you actually start to go through the boxes of his house, it's just filled with Skuma. This dude just sits around like, hi. <laughs> All day. Just like, it'd be really cool if the fucking like Dragonborn came back, but I am wasted. Uh, yeah, honestly, I think the cheaper they can make the switch, the better. So if they keep taking accessories out and make the technology cheaper, then yeah, I think once they get under that two hundred dollar price point, it's going to be like ridiculously easy to sell a switch um, without any issue. Uh, at that point, it's the same price as a three DS XL, right? This new three DS XL is like one ninety or two hundred. Mm-hmm. Too much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, at this point, the Switch is almost the same price. So yeah, I would say so. Um, just because the Switch is significant jump in uh obviously clarity and power. Uh, Althor fifty five. When playing the Switch portably, what is your preferred method? I use tabletop with a stand and my eight bit Doe SF thirty Pro controller. That's a good setup. Oh, yeah. Um, I've been possibly playing a little in tabletop mode during this uh, event tonight, but I always go with the old uh, dog face. I don't know why I still don't have a pro controller. I love the dog face. I love the you dog still face. Have a, you still don't have a pro controller. Nope. How do you not have a pro controller? What is it? Cause I got this. Dude, it's like one of the best controllers you can get right now. This is one of the best controllers I can get Stop right now. Stop holding that up. No, it's not. <laughs> I love this thing. <laughs> Dude, the oh. Xeno, but get the Xenoblade controller. It's all actually no, you know what? They're probably gonna have some like legit pro controllers coming out at the end of this year. So, Such know. a good pro um, controller. So good. I like to I have just the power A one. I like that one. But yeah, so bad. for mine, I uh I do mine like this, and uh I actually I was I'm addicted to the Game Boy. I love the Game Boy. So I actually play this like a big Game Boy. I literally sit with it in my lap a lot of times especially like uh my girlfriend gets off work at like 2 a.m so sometimes when she's coming over and i have to stay awake and i'm dead tired i'll literally just sit out front and play splatoon 2 on this and handheld just like that like i i don't ever do tabletop i always like to do it like this so yeah, there are a couple kid. there's a couple things actually you can go oj because i gotta go oh no go ahead no i just i just play it like i play it lying down in bed I'll, whenever i'm in handheld i'm usually lying down on my couch or lying down in bed and i'll just play it normal with the joy cons attached because i just feel that's the most comfortable because i'm an old football player and my back hurts all the time and my knees hurt so because i've been i keep getting cases in for review um and i've been trying to get more of the interesting ones so like sometimes they have a good kickstand on it the one i recently did which is this one i don't know where the other piece is but it has like extra wings that kind of come off the side to make the holding the joy con better but it's held on with a magnet hmm. so like the case hmm. like snaps to it and it's a ten thousand milliamp hour battery hmm. um i don't know where i put that but uh, I've been trying out different cases and stuff like that. The little wings help with it, but the case is terrible. The whole thing's terrible. So they're in, terrible. they're in Kickstarter right now. So um, they're not going to like that video when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that. That and uh, I don't really travel with an extra controller like ever. Like I don't really move around. I usually just like you said, Max. I just use like a big Game Boy. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. So I don't. I don't know. But I, I I I don't really do it in tabletop mode much now. I think about it. I either have it docked or I just hold it. I, the only time I put it in tabletop is when I'm re- recording gameplay off it. So I I just finished my Dark Souls Remastered review on PS4 and Xbox One, and I'm excited to review that again on Switch. And I'm probably going to record a couple hours of footage of it in handheld mode just so when I edit together. And that's the only time I, like, set it down. Um, cool. So let's go. Uh, 
This one is from uh, Laser Disc Man. Crash is 5.2 gigabytes, while Street Fighter is 4.9 gigabytes. I guess they were maybe answering somebody in the chat, or they're just comparing file sizes. Uh, I think yeah, someone was asking about the file size of Street Fighter. Uh, okay, gotcha. Which, is, which it, it it's actually very bizarre if you think about it, because on Street Fighter there's 12 games, mm. all arcade games spanning mm. different generations. A full museum, a ton of extra stuff in the museum, like pretty crazy. Can't talk about it, of course. But they did mention that there is a museum, um, you know, soundtrack, all that sort of stuff. Yet it's smaller than the Legacy Collection parts one and two combined. Yeah. Oh, you mean the, the Mega Man ones? Yeah, I don't get it. Well, the Ma they uh, they redid those in Unity, I believe. Uh, like if you go on your pc uh, i remember i was trying to do a episode where a video where i was trying to play it with like a low spec pc you actually need direct x11 to play old Mega Man games from like the ps1 and the nes and stuff that's ridiculous yeah because they redid it in unity that's um, ridiculous yeah <laughs> uh hey I, I keep forgetting crash is still coming man i keep forgetting about that game um yeah, it actually got moved up too so yeah june, june 27th man i'm just ready for july man i need that x collection I need Excellent. that project Octopath. That's what I need. Octopath. Gosh, I need that. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, Mega Man, I think the X Collection comes out right around that same time, too. And then yeah, I need that, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll buy. I, probably, I probably won't review it, but I will buy it just like so play What, it. the X Collection? Did you, you did you read about it, all the stuff that's come out recently? It is, but remember, I'm trash in Mega Man. Oh, I'm, I'm a Mega X, Man X garbage better, man. man. It's okay. Get X, dude. You're better at X. Oh, oh I'm, I'm better at them, but I'm still trash. So, I mean, if I try and review them, it's going to be a lot of gameplay. Dude, that's going to have, like, its own, like, new modes and everything that are, like, apparently new like challenge story mode stuff. Oh, it's mm -hmm. awesome. I'm ready. Yeah. That. And that box art, that box, and you get the cart, you get all the good Mega Man X games on the cartridge. So that's what yeah. I'm like. You get all the good ones on the cartridge and the box art looks hype. I mean, like, I'm just, I'm ready I, for that. I, I'm, I'm ready. ready for, I'm not a huge Mega Man fan, but I'm a, like, that Capcom, like you better nice. send that to me. Don't mess around here. That's what you say. Capcom's going to send that. They're not, they're they better send that to me. Don't mess they're around with this. Download thing. code, my guy, and be like, here you go. Here's a download code. You yeah. know what's? You know what's bad? I still have Ultra Street. I mean, um, Street Fighter 30th Collection coming in from Amazon, and I'm not canceling it. <laughs> I, I, I did the same damn thing with Ultra Street Fighter 2. They sent me the review code, and I was like, well, I've already ordered it. I shouldn't cancel my order. And then sure, I didn't cancel my order. I got the physical you know, version. You know, I, I've there's no joke. I'm going to get a review code probably for uh, Shinmu HD. I also pre-ordered six copies of it. <laughs> Six copies? What? what are yeah, you, I'm, I'm going to do some smuggling run. I'm going to do some. Yeah, I'm holding them for value. No, I'm going <laughs> to do some giveaways. I pre-ordered three on Xbox and I did three on PS4. So I'm going to give some away, and then I'm probably going to give some of my roommates to make force them to finally play it. You know what's funny is I think I'm going to buy that on the Xbox that Shenmue because that's actually what I associate Shenmue with is Xbox. Yeah, I have the Shenmue version right here or the Xbox version right here. Yep. Okay. I, I did buy like a million copies of Bayonetta and give a bunch away and all that back in the like in 2014. I think I bought like four copies of that game, like four or five copies. So. Yeah, that I, I forgot, Max. That's a thirty dollar game, actually. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I only spent yeah, a couple hundred dollars on it. No big deal. Yeah. Business <laughs> expense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I promise I'll write it off. Yeah. Right off. <laughs> that moves Santa Claus over here. Business expense. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, all on Amazon rip. <laughs> oh, 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 Mary Shenmue for everyone. Uh, animation, animation Puff says, uh, I've been playing Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers. Dylan for Smash, baby. Uh, 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 OJ, who are the latest, I guess, rumored people for Smash right now? Any, any, yeah, any new ones pop up? Yeah, we got uh we got Ridley, we got Ridley, we got oh. Simon, 
We got we got Simon Belmont. We got that Rudy. would be fascinating. I would Belmont. shit a brick. I would shit a, <laughs> a literal icy, brick. We got the Icy's coming back. Uh, so there you go. And there's also rumors of Snake as well coming back. Oh, okay, I can see Snake. I'm sure. I'm sure Kojima and and you know Konami worked that out amicably. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, uh, Avedon, of course, Smith. Uh, uh, check out avidon on his channel he's uh, he's getting he's getting up there i think in subscribers coming up on like 450 i think soon so. yeah yeah forfeit he's been he's been going a lot man he's been going a lot so shout out to avidon man i always have him on uh you know whenever i can and yeah. he comes on my live streams too shout out to avidon man he has a good channel well if you like late night streaming if you're up at yeah. night you know what i'm saying and you want to just like if you're edited well a lot of people don't edit but if you just got stuff that you want to listen to and watch avidon's always up streaming late so make sure you guys subscribe to him trust me you're gonna like his live streams Yep. So he said, great discussion tonight. Thank you, Avadon. Make sure you check him out. Uh, Prince of Duval says, uh, HMK, love your Zelda Breath of the Wild reaction video. He's actually not here anymore, but I'm sure he appreciates that. Uh, and then we had, of course, Green Wave. We read that one out. Uh, matches, you read that one out, Sean. And then Agent Agent Cueto. Um, oh, okay, so Agent Cueto touches on Battlefield 5, which we're going to talk about before we close out here, um, mm -hmm. saying, oh, no, people are freaking out because there's a woman on Battlefield 5. Pretty sure there will be the same outrage if they didn't add women in battlefield five actually they probably honestly probably would have just people probably just wouldn't have even thought of it um but but max can you can you walk us through what happened exactly um so apparently people are quite fixated on this which is baffling because there were actually a lot of female soldiers in battlefield one as well which is just another part of the game but uh, uh a predominant part of the battlefield five trailer is all these different characters in this crazy, epic, impossible uh, battle of World War II where people are blowing through houses, snipers are hitting people in the face, somebody gets clobbered over the head with a baseball bat with nails in it. But we see this one chick running from place to place, kind of uh, being in the center of all the action. Not a big deal. For some reason, people are like losing their minds over this, this like female character who appears to be if not the main hero, one of the main heroes of the single player. But we also know that they're going to be bringing back war stories, so it's probably going to be five heroes again like they did in Battlefield 1. So I don't get it. Uh, there's people who seem extremely mad that they're going to have female players playable in the multiplayer. I don't get it. I love Battlefield 1. There were females. There's women outside my house. I'm not exactly concerned about where women are in video games. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know. It was a weird thing for people to fixate on. They kept saying, I think it was, what was a historical uh, accuracy? It's a fuck. Um, it's a video game. Yeah, that's a documentary. Well, I, yeah. I brought up the fact that the, the, even the developers aren't taking it that seriously. I mean, I, I, the battlefield one had Easter eggs that were just obscene, like a Megalodon. Women, the Me there, there were women who served in world war. Too. Yeah. That's well, I, I always love that one photo, one of the heads of the French resistance. And there's like a photo of her. She's like this 22 year old woman who's literally about to ambush Nazis holding a machine gun. And she's like in a skirt. Cause that's all they were allowed to wear that time period. So it's like, if you want to say that's fake, she killed a lot of Nazis. Well, if that person's in a video game, guess what? She's going to be killing a lot of Nazis. This is such a stupid, like, I, this is so dumb, dude. Like, I can't believe this is actually a thing. Like, people are getting up in arms over this. Like, I, out of all the things to get upset about, like, these people need to just shut up and sit down. You're going to buy the game anyway. Just shut yeah. up, sit down. You're going to buy the game. Stop acting like an idiot online. If any, if any people out there are thinking that this is a, a problem, just stop. It's yeah. not. 
you're going to buy the game anyway. You, you, people just whining like babies just to whine. So if, if it's really that big of a problem, then don't buy it. You know, But I doubt anybody who's a Battlefield fan that's crying about it is not going to buy the game you, because of this. They're just acting like the idiots. entire Battlefield subreddit, the entire Battlefield subreddit was literally thousands of posts. So, oh, my God, they're shoving women in. It's like, oh, my God, shut the hell up. Yeah, I know. Just shut the hell up, please. They did have the house from up, though, in Battlefield 1. They did, yeah. Yeah, but you, if you did a certain thing in well, in one of the levels, that like the, a house the, with balloons holding it would float up the, in the distance. The best thing in Battlefield <laughs> One that's not historically accurate that I wish I, that no one talks about is that the the hardest weapon to unlock in the entire game was a super teeny tiny, like a one ounce pistol that's super tiny. It did one damage, and people would do like montages of them shooting it, and you actually reload it. So it's like. Pew, 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 pew. It's like a water gun, yeah. <laughs> so, and there's like a great clip of somebody jumping, jumping out of a plane, landing on top of a zeppelin, and then shooting the zeppelin with their tiny gun. And the whole thing explodes. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's not exactly historically accurate. So, uh, were you guys surprised that? Oh, actually, you know what? They have the regular edition, and then the deluxe edition uh, has a guy on the front instead of a girl. Yeah. So if they're so, really yeah. offended, they can just pay twenty dollars more for that big strong man to hold him in those arms and make him go to sleep in that. But uh, <laughs> what's really interesting is. Apparently, there's no loot boxes in the game. For yeah, now. were you? Yeah, were, were you guys surprised about this? Outrage. No, where's the, where's the damn loot boxes? I I've seen <laughs> conflicting statements on this. Actually, I've seen some stuff saying that there will only be cosmetic loot boxes, mm -hmm. and I've seen others saying that there won't be microtransaction loot boxes. So right now, it's really loose. I would not. I, I don't want to comment on that until we see it. But I've seen because you know what's weird is they had a three-hour conference exclusively for press that was privately held leading up to the event and then they did the hour-long reveal for us and those were actually full of different info so that's why all the websites are reporting different stuff than we yeah. saw i saw kotaku like like put a big thing out that was like no no loot boxes yeah in, in battlefield one because apparently they got it uh the, the answer they had answer from their email and everything through yeah. uh, ea and dice and everything apparently but apparently it's also they definitely made it very clear that it's not pay to win Mm -hmm. in, in, like straight up in that presentation that we saw. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know what they're doing, but they're going to make money somehow, whether it's yeah. a straightforward purchase. I, I don't know. I, um, I, so. I think that's where they're going to be. Cause from everything I've read, uh, Battlefield here we go. Hey, did you see angry Joe uh, player one here? I did see angry Joe's interview. Um, no. Yeah. They said there's, this is from like developers, no season pass, which mm -hmm. we did hear about that. Uh, loot boxes but you can no okay no season pass no loot boxes but you can buy cosmetics that's what it is okay thank I you player just one. outright like you can just throw money and just say okay this uh a different hat is a dollar i'm gonna buy this different hat is that is that what they're trying to say yeah which i'm okay i mean if we're being dumb about it i i'm okay if you want to pay 99 cents for a weed skin instead of paying 99 cents for a weed box yeah okay yeah i mean I, I people are gonna buy that kind of stuff anyway but i it's it's so different for ea because we're so used to this, them going obviously way above and beyond for these things with something like a battlefront and mm -hmm. fifa which they're still getting away with their fifa madness so uh and they probably will continue to because the game sells every year anyway um but really if they make that much money off fifa and no one seems to care other than the governments and stuff around them <laughs> then they don't really need to do it to something like a battlefield where they actually have a hardcore audience that will technically fight back. So maybe that's why, I don't know. Maybe they're just, they're like, we can't do this loot box thing anymore because these different countries are against it. I don't know, but 
I'm gonna be curious. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably I'm more interested in Battlefield right now than I am in Call of Duty right now. I will say that. It's big time, big time. Even yeah. as somebody I'm somebody who loves Battle Royale and COD Battle Royale did not win me over in the slightest. Mm, okay, okay. Really? I th I thought that at least looked kind of interesting. I'm more curious to see if they can actually do it uh with like a like a triple A budget in mind. I um, I think it's gonna be really unbalanced as hell. I think twenty four people, man. What? <laughs> yeah, so, twenty four my my worry is that there's gonna be people in tanks trying to kill yeah. people on the ground and then there's people who are gonna be respawning somehow. I, I think it's gonna be the were most you, were you surprised off. that Battlefield did not have the I guess quote unquote straight up battle royale traditional battle royale thing yeah, they have something it, else that's called like uh it's something else but it's not battle royale yeah it sounds like it's an evolution of conquest and i feel like yeah. what they're doing is smarter because conquest was already great about basically playing through like a multi-stage map that was good so it's like it's it doesn't it's not exactly the same but it definitely is is close enough that those fans will like it what's interesting is that they've always been good about getting a ton of people players on one map i'm surprised they didn't take a shot i remember back in um Back in the Wii days, they had what was it? Which game was that? Was it Medal of Honor Hero Heroes Two? And uh, which game was this? The, the multiplayer game that had thirty-two players. Yeah, on the yeah. original Wii. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I, used to, I used to play the hell out of that game, dude. It wasn't it wasn't very good, but like it it. I mean, the online worked, and you would have these huge, massive ass battles. Yeah, yeah I was like, you had a motion control aim. Yeah. Yeah, sounds awful. <laughs> no, people, no, you, you people like that actually. Call of Duty, Call of Duty was legit. Modern Warfare on on the Wii. I got gold guns on PS3, Xbox 360, and the Wii version of the game. I used to I fix cool. people's uh, Wii systems all the time because Black Ops One on the Wii was like a. I think it was, it was a harder to read game. I think it might have been a dual air maybe, um, but it was harder to read. Like Smash Bros. Uh, Brawl was really hard for the Wii to read. So the lasers would go out all the time, and they had actual clans on the Wii version of Black Ops because they liked the motion aiming so much. Yeah, like the online and all of those calls, they didn't sell as well as the, the PS3 and the Xbox 360 ones, but they were, they were some dedicated people, and shit, I was one of them. I, li I liked the motion controls because I played a lot of the Conduit um, online. I really liked the Conduit, and uh, yeah, like motion controls for first-person shooters, like I really got used to it. I own all those games. I and I always like I tested them. I don't think I've ever really played them. I got I gotta hook up a Wii someday. Well, did you um did you do Resident Evil Four on the Wii? People really like that. Yes, I didn't like that one though either because uh -huh. I didn't like because I'm a big knife person. Uh, I do a lot of times I'll stun somebody, kick them, and then hit it with a knife. And the mm -hmm. way you had to do that knife, you actually had to swing your arm. So trying to go from aiming to swinging, your guy's arm would be like aiming, and then he'd start doing this with the knife. And I, I didn't like that. Um, let's see. We have, uh, two more questions for, well, one more question actually before we close out. Uh, Chris Levy says, I love the stuff from all of you. Keep it up. Thank you, Chris. We will. Uh, raw gent productions asked, could you see halo six having a battle royale mode? No, just, you don't have to put a battle royale in every game just to do it. Like, unless you're going to do it right and you're going to do it good and you're going to do something different with it. Um, the biggest reason I say no is I think the the developers are creative enough to make it. The problem is that so much of Halo multiplayer is based around power weapons. Yeah. So whoever happens to pick up a sniper rifle is just going to kill 15 other players by themselves. And that kind of negates the point of Battle Royale. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because you do have power weapons. That's what Halo runs around. People would set timers back in the day, and now they uh -huh. include them in Halo 5 yeah. um, where you can see it. Uh, but yeah, you set timers for those power weapons all the time. Um, I, I don't know if they would even be able to 
did they even i mean big team battle back in the day had such a tough time running uh i don't know if they'd be able to do 100 people to be honest i don't i don't think they could i don't know it'd be tough it'd be tough for them i think um also i feel like i had a i had a bit of a feeling that activision kind of rushed in their battle royale mode maybe that's just me uh because that trend definitely started up when was that a year ago less than that no no no, no. Uh, uh, i would say a month over a year because uh PUBG, which really launched it uh came out early summer last year but i mean like really took off to where activists would be like oh, oh yeah. okay this could be lucrative like yeah i guess say, 11 months september yeah september maybe, October. maybe two months so that means that they would have had to been like yeah maybe we could do this that means that you think the battle royale has been in like development for like 10 months i think it's probably i think it's been in development for about four months oh no <laughs> i'm a little just, concerned about the, the launch fact of this that they royale did now. not like they were so forthcoming with gameplay the fact that they did not even have a screenshot of it they had like a theoretical theoretical taste teaser type thing uh cut scene basically i don't oh, believe oh, it man i i have a feeling i honestly have a feeling battlefield's gonna be the more complete game overall this year yeah. um but people but i think call of duty will still outsell it <laughs> no 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 <laughs> I, call I, of duty I'll, I'll make a uh, I'll make a bet with you right now, Spawn Wave. I bet you a twenty dollar uh, Nintendo Switch gift card. So mm -hmm. whoever whoever loses, I bet you that Battlefield uh, Five outsells it. Uh, really? By the end of the year. So? I will say Battlefield Great. Five over Black outsells, Ops Four. Uh, yeah, outsells Black Ops Four till the end of the year. I don't know yeah, which okay. one's gonna have a longer tail, but I definitely think it's gonna outsell so, it after holiday. So like like January one, we look at the we we go. With yeah, yeah. Sales. We'll. we'll uh, We'll have OJ uh, perfectly track the uh, the NPD for us since he's the master yeah. of NPD. Yeah, no problem. Maybe you guys should do it for your fans. You know what I'm saying? Like whoever it, you guys that's, have to give that person's fans like a, a giveaway. Even better. Yeah, exactly that. Then uh, the the winner, uh, the loser has to buy the winner uh, a $20 gift card, and then they do a random giveaway for the fans. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that works. We can do that. That'll be fun. Yeah, we'll set that in stone now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. That'll work. Yeah. Very good. Um. And was oh, uh, uh, NX Revolution wanted everybody to know that the Wii COD servers are still up, and there are 250 people playing online at a time. Ha! Wow. Awesome. And I'm gonna tell NX Revolution that his internet still isn't good enough to even play on that. So NX Revolution, oh, man. I'll tell you about that, my guy. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh. All right. Cool. So uh, actually, I hope Battlefield actually outsells Call of Duty. I think they've been getting a little complacent here, to be honest. Call of Duty. Has, so I hope. I do hope Battlefield 5 outsells it because I think it'll be the better game. But uh, to be honest, I've seen people that go out and buy this stuff. So uh, they're going to buy Black Ops. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that's it for Spawn Cast tonight. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun tonight. I had a HMK on. It was a good time. Learned about some Kingdom Hearts, which I'm going to pick up anyway. And I, I think uh, I think we're in for some some big things, hopefully, for Microsoft this E3. I really hope so. Uh, who are we rating? I don't know. Who are we rating? Anybody? Oh, uh, let me let me let me see if i can check real quick we'll find uh, uh somebody for you guys all right we'll find somebody uh, uh let me go around here let me go around here i'll start with max dreamcast guy where can they find you man youtube.com slash dreamcast guy um i've got some interesting stuff coming up i'm actually really excited next week uh, May 31st, I'm already working on Top 10 Thursday because I'm so excited for it. I'm going to be talking about the Nintendo Switch Hidden Gems because Ooh. I just did a Top 10 Hidden Gems the PS4, and I feel like I found some great games that nobody's played that I feel like deserve respect. So I'm going to try and do the same thing with Switch this coming week. I'm going to try and find 10 games you haven't heard of that you need to play. 
Oh, nice. That'll be interesting. I'm, I'll take a look at that because that eShop is getting kind of buried right now. So. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So they need to, I, I hope a revamp comes at E3 from Nintendo, by the way. I hope I hope that's the case. Before um, E3, it would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow. How about tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, honestly, the way they are with some of their, uh, uh, what you call it, their updates, they do kind of do them out of like nowhere. So it's really at 3 a.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah, seriously. They do it a lot. They'll just be like, oh, yeah, update. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, and uh, let's go around. O OJ, where can they find him, man? Yeah, you can find me right here on YouTube, uh, just Player Essence, also on Twitter as well, at Player Essence. Uh, this upcoming week, man, there's going to be a lot of hype for E3, a lot of live streams that we're going to be doing, and um, we're almost at 40,000. We just hit 39, so that's Ooh. cool. Thanks for the support, guys. So if you guys want to head over to the channel, check it out. Uh, I do Japanese gaming, um, RPGs, uh, really interested in like Final Fantasy. I love all of that stuff. So if you're into those type of games, action games like you know, Killer7 and uh, Bay uh, Bayonetta, uh, Double May Cry, all of that, then you'll probably like my channel. Um, and I'll, I'll drop a link in there as far as my channel goes. But thanks thanks for the support, everyone who has came over. Because I actually get quite a number of people said, yo, I came over from, you know, John's channel, man. Oh, I like good. stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I get that during my live streams a lot and just stuff. So so thanks for the support, guys. And, uh, yeah, check out the channel. And I'll, I'll drop a link in the, in the chat. Cool. All right, yeah, man, definitely. And then, uh, of course, Sean. So today we uploaded uh, – PlayStation, E3, rumors, leaks, and what needs to happen. Basically talking about what I want to see from PlayStation at E3. Tomorrow is a retro game treasure unboxing. Ooh. But, I mean, I did. Get, I actually got some good games in it. Like, I was actually very happy with the box. Um, Monday is uh, Nintendo's E3, rumors, leaks, and what they need to do. Basically talking about what I want to see Nintendo do, uh, what the rumors are and all that. And then Tuesday at 3 a.m. is uh, Street Fighter 30th uh, review. And, yeah, we hit over 100,000 subscribers. The channel's been going freaking crazy, and it's been awesome. It's been a fucking awesome week. So uh, kind of bittersweet to take a vacation right now, but I, I think I kind of need one. because yeah, like that, you deserve it, man. You deserve it. Take a So, yeah, um, I'll be back. Uh, I'm leaving uh, tomorrow. I'm leaving in about seven hours, and actually, and then uh, I will be back Wednesday afternoon. Cool. All right, all right. We'll make sure uh, I'll make sure to keep that Pokemon stream going for you since they're gonna have it at like Wednesday at one. No! <laughs> oh man. Uh did we find anybody for people to go raid and say hi to? Anyone? Anything? I thought uh, IJ was looking. I I, do, I I have one guy. Uh um let me just I didn't know um like if he was gonna keep because like it was going back and forth whether he was gonna be on or not, but then I did uh, I did find him. He's playing some arms right now in the, the insane game freak. So okay, yeah. That. We got uh, OJ's going to drop a link, guys, if you guys want to go uh, uh, bug. It was an insane game freak. They're playing yeah, arms you. right now, playing around. So if you want to go by and say uh, say hi to them, that'd be cool. And that's going to do it uh, here for a spawncast. Uh, yeah, OJ will drop that link in the chat for you guys. Um, and uh, yeah, so go, go stop by, say hi to them and everything. Uh, no, I don't think Sean got a haircut. I think he has his hair pulled back. Yep. Um, He's yeah. cheating. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Thanks, guys, everyone, for stopping by and watching, and we'll see you guys next weekend.